Biden has been pushed. Yeah, but I my tummy hurts because I drank a Red Bull mm. too fast. My my yeah. head hurts and I feel dizzy because I I guess COVID maybe I hope it's COVID so of anything else. Oh my god! Like, mm. Yeah, this is a weird one. We're recording for those of you who don't know Friday at noon Eastern, which means that Alice has been awake for thirty seven yeah. hours <laughs> and, is, and yeah. is dying. It's only <laughs> early afternoon, but I I did not get much sleep last night, and I've been feeling like weird and sick and out of sorts um so i'm gonna complain about that for about an hour and a half okay. that'll do it that'll do it i feel fine uh again uh, i have tummy hurt but, but the thing I is you are you're god's bravest soldier limb because he gives you his That's hardest it. battles <laughs> like true. tummy hurt yes tummy hurt um hello and welcome to well there's your problem Did you forget the name it's a podcast about engineering disasters Hello what? and welcome to Long Pause. <laughs> well, there's your Hello, problem. Welcome to I... Welcome back to Kill James Bond. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what's what's my podcast called? <laughs> what's my sole source of income called? <laughs> Can I phone a friend? <laughs> the friend's just me being like, I don't know, man. It's uh... like when you get the right answer. Hello and <laughs> Hello and welcome to Will Energy Problem. I, my, I, I, I was Justin Rosniak. Um, I'm, I, well, this is the podcast with slides uh, about engineering disasters. I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Oh. I am Alice Caldwell Kelly, the person who's talking now. Somehow less delirious than you. My pronoun, my pronouns, my pronouns, my pronouns are she and her. Um, my pronouns are she right. and her. Yay, Liam. What the fuck? fuck? You. Uh, <laughs> Eat shit. You know, you know what? It's just uh, uh, okay. All right, take that tone. Uh, hi, I'm I'm Liam. Uh, oh, that took my, you a moment yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but... You have some uh, wrong opinions about which is the correct Bundesliga team to support. I want Mrs. Rosniak to be happy. She's always been very nice to me. I'm sure she's a lovely uh, woman. My pronouns are he, I him. I do think that she should be disappointed yeah. by Bayern Munich just one time in 11 years. Even once. <laughs> no, I have nothing. Let's just, let's just fucking go. We have a guest. Hey, hey, Hi. look at the camera. Hey. <laughs> Hi, my name is Victoria Scott, and my pronouns are she and her. And you are pixelated. It's it's well I am using rural Idaho internet, which is kind of just like oh, a that, tube that, they that, shoot. It's a combination of rural Idaho uh, internet and Zencaster, the service which we pay for and hate. Uh which makes all of this possible, my, but also uh, makes so all of this terrible. Yeah. Would you yes. like it not would you like a ten second audio lag seemingly for no reason in the middle of recording? Wouldn't. Sure, great. Uh I do want to give a quick shout out uh, as we're doing a car episode and we have an Idaho based guest. I do want to shout out Taylor and Graham, if you're listening. Uh, thank you very much. They were the guys that helped me work on my van in my parents' driveway. And Graham used to drive an Alpha, and they're a very cool family. So thank you very much for the return uh, of Liam's van. I just thought of Liam's van mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have bad news about that. Uh, van two is coming. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Stalking through the night streets. Oh, no. 
an eight-cylinder engine blowing out in various different directions. Rods thrown into what orbit. Have you done. <laughs> listen, you. listener, listener, cancel your Patreon. You can't let him do this. You, you, you have to cut off his <laughs> yes, like so yes, you can. Yes, you can. You <laughs> have, we have to sanction Liam yes. now. Otherwise, <laughs> I will not be sanctioned. I will run the blockades <laughs> with a ninety-six G twenty or an eighty-six G twenty. Roz, you should run uh, the ad right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just me, man. Dude just goes into hall music. <laughs> yeah, just like rotating picture of a van, like slowly spinning over it. Oh, that'd be mm. pretty good. Um, anyway. Oh, I, you have, see... actually, wait, I have one more announcement. It's about shirts. Uh, th- today is Friday, June 2nd. We are hoping to have the store open by Friday, June oh, 9th. Interesting. Uh, Will there be I, international so shipping? If, Oh, there will be, Alice. Delightful. Finally, I can get a shirt from the podcast that I help run. Yes. I I don't know. I don't think the band should be wearing the band's merch. You know, that's always kind of I wear the band's merch. I just rotate by one. I will, like, record a There's Your Problem t-shirt. Oh, fuck me. My brain is fucked. I will wear... (laughs) I will wear a Well, There's Your Problem t-shirt recording Kill James Bond. I wear a Kill James Bond t-shirt recording this. Um, and, you know, I'll wear a Trash Future t-shirt when I'm playing for Borussia Dortmund. Right. Do you, uh, fuck, do you have Kill James Bond Uh, merch? Not for sale at the moment, but we are working, we're looking very strongly at more shirt designs. Mm. Yes, I I would like one so I can wear it when we go on tour. I I, I thought it was, I thought, I thought you were going to go like, oh, it's not for sale, like in sort of, uh, (laughs) sort of implying that you have the merch, you just don't sell it, you hoard it all, or, or, um, you don't pay with money, yeah. I will show you my butthole if that's what it takes to get a shirt. <laughs> Please do not do that. Please right. do not show us your buttholes. We have we have a contact yeah. form on the website, but if you send us your butthole through that, we're sort of powerless to do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we you're not going to get any special no. treatment. Um, anyway, what you see on the screen in front of you <laughs> appears to be an engine. Oh, it's bad. Looks looks in good repair. I didn't read very any clean, of the notes for this. Like pristine. Um, yeah. And in a, a great looking car in a hideous shade of powder blue. Oh, yeah. that this this just stinks like 80s GM. Mm. Oh, you are so yeah. right. Just identifying the stink <laughs> of it, I can, the stink I, lines, I actually, you know? I can, I can smell these fumes, actually. <laughs> This is my friend Josh's dad in a junkyard in York somewhere, hitting it with a hammer until it revs. <laughs> yeah. See, the what, great what thing is I... it'll never rev because it's oh. a diesel. Oh. Well, I feel silly. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get right. into it while yeah. I look stupid. This yeah. is. Can I? Can I just go off for Please. a second? Speak Absolutely. On Please. This is. This is my my new special interest because I just drove 2,000 miles in a caravan of cars, one of which was these. It's pretty much the last surviving example left on Earth because it was the biggest pile of shit GM ever made. And I say that with full awareness of every product GM has ever made. <laughs> um, it is, I, I think it is uniquely notable in an engineering as an engineering disaster because it did not actually kill anyone. Aside from the but diesel engine in America for thirty years, <laughs> we keep doing as as awesome. we run out of ideas, but continue to need to pay rent. Uh, we're doing more and more yes. disasters that like are not disasters, do not kill anyone, 
and a sort of like looser interpretations, but that's fine. You're locked in now. You're parasocial. You're going to keep paying for this. We could yeah. talk about anything we want. We could just do like, I, I don't know. That's what the bonus episodes literally yeah. are. It's just like <laughs> things we find interesting. Yeah. I do want to say, Victoria, I thought of you. I saw a video of a guy who got tricked into going to a Chevy SSR meetup. <laughs> he was, uh, for those of you who don't know, the SSR was Chevy's weird muscle truck retro mm. thing in the early 2000s. It was a 2000s. convertible. It's wow. magnificent. All I've always wanted to all people. Like, uh, Alice, Alice, yeah. I need you to Google the Chevy, Chevy SSR right SSR. now. Well, I, I, it, because I'm on the, edge. The thing is, this, like, uh, like I, have to, I have to bing a Chevy SSR. Um, which, ooh, oh, that's horrible. That's, that's <laughs> like a PT Cruises, like, uh, yeah, yeah, sort of it's cousin fucking son. That, that's, yeah, yeah, it's great. Mm. Uh, a guy got, I saw a video of the guy's like, yeah, we're going to a car meet, like, you'll really like it, but he wouldn't, he's like, what kind of car? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you, like, you just have to, he's like, okay, how bad my, can my, it be? Like, it's like, going to be a Corvette meet Mazda MX-5 <laughs> no. A to B. Um, I love the SSR. I want one so bad. It, honestly, like there's there's a couple of cars that I have a problematic interest in, and that is one of them. They're 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 so stupid that they're kind of I like cool. How, like, because like the PT Cruiser was too good of a normal car. Like it was hmm. a Toyota Matrix with re retro styling. The SSR has no purpose whatsoever. There is I no like analog. That. It is literally just like, hey, boomers have money and they miss the fifties. What if we did something with it's that? Just, I mean, Joe Biden, you know, driving the, uh, you know, like the electric, the Ford Lightning or whatever. But the, the thing that interests me, though, is when you say I have a, a couple of cars that I have a problematic interest in, uh, you mean this. When a car guy says I have a couple of cars that I have a problematic <laughs> interest in, that's the Hitler car. He means the Hitler car. He has a problematic interest yeah. in the Hitler car. He has a little model of the Hitler car with the little flags on it because he likes the Hitler car. It could also be like a, like a, a Nazi uh, half-track or something. You know, you know, there is a communist half-track, uh, because Lenin's car... Uh, Lenin ooh. had a Rolls-Royce, which, you know, don't ever talk to me about champagne socialism. But because of the snow, he had uh, <laughs> what was called a Kegress track on it, which is like... Uh, Belgian dude, Leon Kegress, invented this. It was like an early form of half-track. It was like this rubberized track. And so he had like a, a half-track Rolls-Royce. And to me, that's the communism car. Nice. In a museum in Russia, which you now can't go and see because of Russia. Yeah, yeah, because because it's Russia. Yeah, you know they 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 fucked mm. up. It's got big skis uh, on so the yeah, front wheels though uh, for like winter driving. I it's it's incredible. It's a Rolls Royce Silver Ghost, and it looks weird as hell. Uh, looks very like dishonored, very cyber uh, like diesel punk, I guess. But yeah, today we're talking about what are we talking about? It's old Oldsmobile <laughs> diesel something, right? Yeah. Oldsmobile yeah. diesel it is, it engine. Just... We got ten slides that we, we are gonna have to like yes. d d drag it out a little bit, you know. But first, we have to do the goddamn news. I I was not paying attention. I don't know what this is. Uh... Okay. Uh, it's very, it's very silly. Small business uh, tyrants should be, and sorry, Devin, uh, rounded up. Besides us, <laughs> we're not a, we're, like we're not a. Wait. I guess we are a small business, but we're a co-op. Like we don't have employees, which yes. is the, the we like. We have technically one employee, I guess. Da, 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 yes. like, that's a contractor. Shout out Anna. That's a contract. Uh, I, I, I was thinking yeah. Dev. Like, hi yeah. Anna. 
Hi, I, Anna. I, I figure that would be that would also be Devin. Yes, oh, that, that, Devin, that's, like I, a, that's I, a I, contractual I, relationship. I, 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 I kind of think of Devin as like the fourth that's host, fair. fifth host after the activate Windows. Logo. Fifth host. I was about to say yeah, who oh, has is the activate Windows back. Has, Did has you figure returned, that one out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, <laughs> After just, like every single a year time, on every single time I do I do anything with Ra's computer related, I just want to like exile him to the next room <laughs> and just be like, I will let you back in when I'm done. <laughs> I mean I I not because he's incompetent or anything, but because Roz is cursed. I, I have, mm, Roz yeah. is full on cursed. I had, I had my own sort of like computer moment because my, my hard drive failed. Yeah. Um I'm just like Fully that. would not boot, and it was like, oh, your hard drive failed. Fucking uh, take it out, idiot. Uh, luckily, it wasn't anything important. It was because I uh, I refused to ever uninstall anything, and games are too big now. I had a big, like, six yep. terabyte hard drive instead of solid state drive that I just used for games. I just kept that on there, and that decided, uh, you play too much train sim, fuck you. <laughs> Gone. Um, so <laughs> I, I reinvested some of my Patreon bucks, and I, I bought a bigger, dumber even more gamer hard drivers the fucking biggest one western digital's like gamer division makes um how oh, i was thinking <laughs> did you go with the 22 no, it's, it's terabyte a ten ter uh, it's a 10 terabyte uh, like western digital black uh yeah i i finally installed this and uh, this is going to give you specifically anxiety liam uh so Previous to this, because I couldn't work out how to operate at the the case that I had, I just had the hard drives just loose, just in the case, like balanced. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. No, you uh, didn't. No, you I didn't. I've done that. It, it, no, you don't do it with the hard drives. You do it with the solid state disk. It, it, it's, it's fine. It's not recommended, but it gets it's fine. Worse. Are you talking about goddamn spinning platter hard drives just yes, sitting yes, there? Yes. Is that what you were it's, telling me you were doing? It's I'm about gonna to get worse. You. I'm going to fly has, across the Atlantic and kill fine. you. It's fine. It has. It's not it has, fine. It has, <laughs> it has gyroscopic stability. It, it's about to get so much worse because I got in the corner where where <laughs> the computer case is, which looks like shit, by the way. It's like super dusty because it's got like a big crap co logo sticker on that uh i i go through like sure. all of the like tangle of cables i install the new hard drive and i realize oh there's a bracket in the front of the case for mounting hard drives so i i like That's it I'm, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not recording no, no, no. this gets, podcast gets anymore. Gets Have a good night. So, so, so I, put the, I put the hard drives in the bracket on the one side and i screw them all down on the one side and i go oh these are like canting over pretty pretty far where's the other side other side doesn't reach the other side of the hard drive. It's just it's just sitting there way out. Like so, I need like a like a three inch long set of screws, or like it moves or something. But right now, how is it not because, tall? Because my legs got tired uh, and I was exhausted. The way that it currently is now, the way that I am coming to no. you, it's screwed no. in on one side and it's drooping over, like fucking hanging off the screws. I'm gonna fuck it. I, 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 I. The bits so, are just sliding off the fucking so, disc. So, so. It makes some alarming noises in right my now. life that is organized. Yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> the one thing in my life that is organized is my computer. And I just, how, how. After all our, after all these years working together, could you stab me in the back like this? I am so upset. Please give me a moment. Because at least with Roz, I sort of expect new levels of like weird shit. Mm -hmm. You, I expect well, better. See, I, I know that I'm like, I have eldest daughter syndrome for this podcast. And I'm like, I'm the sensible one in a lot of ways. That does not apply to the way in which I organize my own computer. 
That shit is like gormengast. I've had this for like 15 years, uh, and, and like whenever something breaks, I just change it, and then it, it like goes on top of that. I got like fucking 16 external hard drives, like fucking four keyboards plugged into this thing. There's like did did like a sort of like a wall of USB hubs. I I'm I don't know what to do about it, and frankly, I'm scared. Right? It scares me. It scares the shit out of me. It works. It allows me to like record and make money somehow. And I'm uh, very frightened. Even more so now that if I touch it, all everything will break. So, listeners, in contrast, yours isn't like a clean Alice's... room. Yours is pristine. You... It's, it's, so here's uh -huh. the thing I'm going to admit to something that I've never told anyone, but those close to me know. My cable management is a goddamn nightmare atrocity. Mm -hmm. I would have been prosecuted at Nuremberg <laughs> for, the, for the things I do to cable management. Uh, it's, I will say the server is very well organized because it sort of has to be, because there's no margin for error in terms of like 14 hard drives right all next mm. to each other. But if you like see my 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 setup right now, I did I use a, a fractal design uh, case. I can't remember the the one right now, but it's the it's the big airflow one uh, that is organized pretty well. But my but that's only because I have tempered glass on the side, so anyone can see in and look at my oh, shame. I do too, but I I don't torrent. I don't care. Highly like, recommend it. Uh, the the way that the hard drive cable came with this is I just have like four SATA things, like four SATA outlets, like daisy chained together. And like Oh, I do that in the server. The server has like like many multiples of hard drive cables just on like various like SATA yeah, adapters. Yeah. Yep. 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 And don't even get me started on my audio so setup, have... which is I got the XLR mixer. It sits there gathering dust, doing exactly what it's supposed to. I have it set up exactly the way I like it. And then then Nate Bethay goes your audio sounds too good. I need worse audio. I need the like you're sending me the like sort of cropped versions of your photos. I need the big raw fold, uh, files. So like, here is a new mixer. Here is how to install it. And I go, yes, I will do that. A month later, I'm like, I still haven't because I'm scared. I'm scared that if I touch anything, everything is going to explode. Uh, and sure. so that that's like that's the battle of like the like forthcoming weeks of my life is working up the courage to install this new fucking mixer. I believe <sighs> So so we have a news item. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck that. Victoria, how's your computer case organized? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so I'm an ex-programmer who is now a writer and photographer. So um, it's an atrocity because I purposely did, I, all computers are my enemy <laughs> and therefore I regard them with as much resentment as possible and I refuse to do anything kind for them. <laughs> so uh, I have a, I don't even know what CPU is currently in my computer because my old one died mm -hmm. like three weeks ago and I got it replaced sure. with something a friend sent me for free. And so I literally like I went I worked at NASA as a software engineer and I literally am like I don't know it runs Photoshop. <laughs> That's, ignorance is the best approach to this sort of thing. Otherwise, you are driven slowly to madness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I don't program anymore. <laughs> don't blame you. So the Supreme Court All those has decided assholes. that employers can sue unions for lost product. 
That's pure and, fucking and, evil, yeah, dude. And uh, uh, Glacier Northwest versus International Brotherhood of Teamsters Local 174. Basically, Glacier Northwest is this concrete company. It had some labor issues. The Teamsters feelings hurt. Yeah, the, the Teamsters went on strike at a time that management knew that they were going to go on strike, but they decided to make a big batch of concrete anyway. Uh, long story short here is a bunch of trucks. They went out to deliver the concrete, and then they came back when the strike was cold. Um, and you know, they just parked them running in the company parking lot. Right. And, uh, you know, with a bunch of wet concrete in them, uh, management had to go out and empty the trucks themselves. You know, that they dump about 150 cubic yards of concrete. Um, you know, that's probably, okay. That's probably 16, $20,000 in destroyed product, whatever. Um, you know, okay. but Glacier tries to sue them for, yeah, you shouldn't have mixed the, when you knew the strike was going to happen, you shouldn't are have mixed they? Are these the trucks in question? No, I just Googled a bunch of okay, concrete trucks okay. with flags on them because I thought yeah, it was funny. I was about, I was about um, to say. Was, <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, Glacier tries to sue them for intentionally destroying property, but they can't do it. The uh, National Labor Relations Board is supposed to determine those things. Uh, the Supreme Court takes up an appeal of an appeal of an appeal and affirms their right to sue the union for lost product. And this is going to be pretty ugly if you strike in any facility where you know, the product goes yeah, bad, which is um, all of them in one way you know, or another. I mean, like a, all of the, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, a, a slaughterhouse, that's not going to be very good. Uh, meat packing in general, you're not, you effectively can't go on any strike sort of now. Like food industry, um, yeah. You know, if you're any, you're all, all the food evil. industry, yeah. yeah. Agriculture, even, I mean, my God. You ever um, think about how that know, dude that was like gonna go and assassinate Brett Kavanaugh and like went to his house to assassinate him? And then outside his house, changed his mind because he got like got anxiety and like handed himself into the cops. You ever think about that? You ever uh, think about you ever think about how Ruth Bader happen. Ginsburg like refused to resign for like eight years and then immediately after doing that officiated a wedding where she got COVID and died? Yes. Uh, and then yeah, and then cool. you know what else? You know what else? This was an eight to one decision. Oh, yep. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Who was the one dissent? Uh, Kentaji Brown Jackson. Okay, well, thanks. I mean, it, it's thanks. it's almost thanks. as if, and pardon me for doing a bit of it's, Marxist it's, 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 analysis here, but it's almost as if oh, the law please. is like supporting a bourgeois ideology, and when the material facts clash with the ideology, right. the ideology wins. That's it's well, crazy how that works. Uh, you know, I, the, uh, the 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 law and its majestic equality prevents both the rich and the poor from striking. Um, <laughs> I am gonna light. No, 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 I'm learning. <laughs> uh, yeah, pure fucking evil. Uh, abolish the Supreme mm -hmm. Court. Uh, uh, yeah. String them up like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Y'all know what yeah. I'm going to say. You could you could start start dumping your bad batches at the front of the Supreme at Court. At the Supreme until Court, yes. Until they're like stuck in until there. Until they're yeah. swallowed I mean, by that's concrete. The thing. They, they, do, they do it in the Netherlands and like France and shit is like, mm -hmm. Uh, when, when yeah. you know, whenever the like bourgeois get angry, and whenever like farmers go on strike or whatever, the first thing they do is like turn the slurry, you know, spreaders on like uh, government buildings. Yeah. As well, they should. Yeah. For the wrong reasons, but that, it's no cool loads refused. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Supreme Court building looks say? like shit anyway. <laughs> Cover it in mm. poop. Mm -hmm. That is the, the that is the best form of protest you can do is covering stuff in poop. <laughs> Yes. The IRA did it. 
and we got yeah, the Good did, Friday did agreement they? out of it. So covered covered yeah. things in poop. Ah, uh, the dirty oh, protest. But yes. covering yourself in poop, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I believe they also smeared it. I'm mm. not sure. Yeah. Right. Well, the important thing is, uh, oh. you know what we think about this. Uh, it's it's what you might call an intellectual lacuna, right? Uh, where yeah, we we know what what we think about this, but we cannot say what we think about this. So yeah, yeah. In other, I'm being censored. So I have good arrested news. a bunch of people for posting bail and the stop cop city protests. Yeah. So about your ability yeah. to protest, don't get too excited about that poop or otherwise. Um, um, I've already okay. shit myself with an anticipation. What, what, what's <laughs> going to happen is, as I understand it, if anybody like if any little like network of activists or whatever wants to do anything nice for you to help facilitate your process, like for instance posting bail for you, uh, the uh, the state attorney general and the like you know county like attorney or whatever will come together to arrange to have SWAT raid your house uh, and then have you arrested on widely and immediately publicized charges of fraud and organized crime just to like totally discredit you financially what yeah cool. no they they took yeah. three three leaders of the um i think it's the atlanta solidarity fund mm -hmm. i can't remember the name of it yeah um and they arrested them on rico basically saying that they had done widespread charity what? fraud by running a bail fund what? and uh no. yeah okay. it's I... it's the what? lawyers are all like, we don't, this is insane. Um, it doesn't matter, not they really don't have to prove it. The, the, it's the, just like, it's it's prosecutorial and police harassment, because... Well, like... and the, the thing also that's like, the concerning thing here is that there's already been like, what, you know, basically looks like a protester execution. There's not obviously ever going to be any proof of this, but there... Um, oh, yeah, they straight up the, killed that guy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the the... the that person was on their knees and you know riddled with bullets through all of their body um when they were murdered uh by that, cops like, while like protesting Robocop. without any weapons on like, them um huh yeah yeah no i mean it, it was awful and then they've already charged like 40 people with uh terrorism mm. um what? basically as a means like for protesting they've they've charged them with like domestic terrorism so that they can't post bail and can't leave jail um oh, that's convenient yeah. yeah, and so like, and the 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 judge that went and heard all the bail hearings, like even legal observers, they had kept locked up, um, from what I remember. Mm. So it's already been like, wow, that's some really fascist. Stuff. I mean, the whole thing that they're trying to build here too is literally like this eighty-acre the cop mega training facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. basically like how to quell a riot in like a training facility. Mm. Um, so and it, I think it's built on like protected, environmentally important land. It's just, it's a the whole thing is a nightmare, and this is like the next level of oh, the nightmare can actually get worse. Worse. Yeah. Um, so this is just—I don't know what's going to happen with this. I said that the, the the three people that were charged are going to be in front of a judge on Thursday, and they probably will deny them bail. And everybody's going to be too scared to bail them out anyway, even if they were allowed to be bailed Which out the because idea, after all. apparently running a bail fund yeah. is now mm -hmm. illegal. Yeah. Hey, can uh, we do it? That'd be pretty funny. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, We'd have to probably go down there and then get arrested. So the the like, well, there's hey, your man, problem. That would be bail pretty funny fund. if we did we, that. We like have to become like bail bondsmen and woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just give us, give us, give us your uh, 
death rattling 1997 Chevy Cavalier and U2 uh, can be free on bail. I think this is maybe not our best yeah. business decision, but I do think it would be funny. So it's yeah, we we make business decisions based on what would be funny. Yeah, you know this. True. I'm gonna I'm gonna unscrew one of the four screws holding those hard drives up. Please yeah. don't. Please don't. I'm begging you not to. <laughs> also, they 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 also recently determined that this thing is like massively over budget, and the initial projections of costs were a lie. Oh, it's gonna be like two hundred yeah, million dollars. So. There's more money for that. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, anyway, there's totally I, I, the thing is, is like facility. I suggest this as a news item, and I have absolutely nothing that I can even imagine riffing on with it because it is like literally one of the most bleak things I've seen mm. in a while. I mean, this is it's it is the most concerning step towards like complete fascism, where you cannot even defend those accused. That has happened in quite a bit, I think. Yeah. So yay, America. Yeah. Uh, hooray for the 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 justice the system of Georgia. Hooray for such that know. it is. Yeah, of course. I thank God for Robert Mueller and the <sighs> rule of law. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> philosophical about this. Like the you know the uh, justice, the criminal justice system of Georgia has been used for worse before, and doubtless will be used for worse subsequently. Um, it's just another. It's another long step, and like I don't, I don't know if it's a road to something or a road from something. I, I don't fucking know. It's just bad, you know. Yeah, it's just still pretty bad, pretty bad. I think that um, you know, stuff should work better than it does. Yeah. I, I would like to improve society somewhat, and I have this manure spreader that yeah, I you live in society. That is now a crime. So stop doing that. Yeah. You're not allowed to even want to try to improve society. That's actually illegal. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I in in much more concerning news, I'm certain that a couple of right wing dipshits went and gave college commencement speeches and were yelled at. So free speech oh. is over because of that. Yeah, this is unconcerning. Please speech. don't pay attention yeah. to it. Congratulations <laughs> and well done to the Antifa thugs who listen to our podcasts for shutting down freedom <laughs> of speech and legitimate debate. Um, you know, we 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 salute you and all of your efforts. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's grim, well, isn't it? That was, yeah, that was the goddamn news. All right, we got to talk about what is an engine. Right. What is well, engine? It, it, it sucks. It squeezes. It bangs, and it blows. Um, that—that's what it is. I should call her. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just losing the thread a bit. Yeah, it sucks. It squeezes. It fucks. <laughs> yeah. it, it like it does ass to mouth. Uh, not really sure what that has to do with propelling the car, but it's in there. Uh, um, do you, do, is it cool if I go into this, yeah. or Justin? Do you want to take it? I, I feel weird doing the what is it? What is the engine without letting Justin do it? That's that's his. That's my comfort voice is Justin explaining things mm. to me. <laughs> No, this is all you, Victoria. I don't all know right, what happened cool. to Roz. <laughs> Just like entirely marooned you on this one. Like, all right. Well, specifically, we got to discuss what a diesel engine is. So it's it's a modified combustion motor. Um, it was invented in 1893 and first implemented in 1896. It is the most thermally efficient method of of uh, combustion motor that we've ever developed. And so the the thing is, is like in a traditional like gasoline. Uh, combustion motor there is a spark plug mm. 
So something actively ignites the fuel that is put into the cylinder. The resulting explosion shoves the piston down, and then you get a power stroke. And that's how you propel things. Oh, but, yes. but then this, this one <laughs> yes. German dude uh, did, like read enough thermodynamics to go, <laughs> wait a second, we don't need this shit, because if you like squeeze hard enough, uh, the thing just explodes on its own. Except he was he was kind of yeah. yeah. If you get that right, if you, you get, get that gorilla, gorilla grip, grip coochie, piston. you too. Yes, yeah. The pistol. Yes. Yes. Like yes. yeah, but his original his original theory of this was wrong. By the way, he uh, he like misunderstood the thermodynamics behind it, uh, and like his original design, which he patented, required would have required like this huge huge pressure, like you know that was totally unsustainable uh, in order to like you know work with the temperature and generate the temperature required. Um, when he found out that that was wrong and like figured out what he needed to do to make it work, he changed it. But because his patent was already in, he didn't tell anyone. So for the whole time he was alive, the insistence was that the diesel engine worked by magic, which I really like as a piece of like ah, legal history. I, I appreciate that. It's like it's no, no, it does uh, work yeah. by the like di thing that's been discredited. Uh, do not check. Do not open it up and check. Hey, that's proprietary. Yeah, yes, hey. yeah, literally. Hey. Hey. Close it up. Close it up. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, instead of a spark, basically it just pressurizes things. Pressurizes a a high cetane fuel, in this case diesel fuel. Mm, nice uh, heavy to the point fuel, where like they just the really gross sort of like uh you know like bunker fuel. Hey, but the good news is it means it fucking it tastes much worse. It, yeah. it tastes much worse. <laughs> it doesn't like um explode as readily outside of an engine, which is fun. Uh, it doesn't burn as readily mm -hmm. as, as, as yeah, gasoline can... does. Um... No, and and it it's also like it because it's based on just like compression and heat. It's actually like st stupidly efficient, mm -hmm. and it's also um, it's interesting too because you don't actually you can just turn on your intake, and it just gets constant air. You only adjust power through adjusting the amount of uh, fuel that's actually dumped into the. Mm cylinder because it doesn't have to mix or anything there's no like you don't have to aerosolize it and get thorough like combustion or whatever it just explodes mm. when you pressurize it and make it hot um so it's like relatively mechanically simple um in that regard yeah, apart from the fuel injection and um they develop. also uh and, and which mercedes yeah, will I mean, later that... apply to a petrol engine yeah, that sounds about right. They would do that. Yeah. Um, and then also, there's no, uh, there's no, so there's no electronics required to operate them. So, like, if you, I have owned one. Well, I've owned two diesel cars in my life. The first one I owned was a 1983 Mercedes Benz 300 turbo diesel, the W123. Oh yes. Yeah. It was. I bought it from a dude who lived literally in a swamp in Texas, cool. who uh, was listening to Alex Jones when I rolled up to Less buy it. Cool. He only owned diesels. Mostly Mercedes Benzes because he was insistent that if there was a nuclear war, the resulting EMPs would still allow him, like, they wouldn't affect his diesels. He could still drive But around. it will not matter. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, he lived, like, very close to Houston next to a bunch of, like, very strategic oil, oil refineries. refineries. Yeah. So he, he also had, like, an InfoWars sticker on the car when I bought it from him. Um, it was the worst that car. Off in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the worst car I've ever owned by a large margin, and that is an alarming statement. As I understand <laughs> it, as a woman who has never bought a car, every dude that you buy a car from is the weirdest dude in the world. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy I bought the replacement engine for the van from rolled up in a Cummins swapped Chevy truck. Fuck yeah. Uh, oh my god. And, and he had. Oh, it's gonna get worse. He had a, uh, a rear window sticker that said, fuck off, we're full with the United States. 
<laughs> and he it was 7 a.m. and he's just just packing a huge lip on my parents' front lawn. <laughs> just like, oh, it's the motor, huh? Like lowers it down with the winch. He's like, all right, see you. Have a good day. And I'm like, what the it's 7, 12 a.m. my guy. <laughs> you're like that. You're like that in a bathroom. It's like, what? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so preppers and general maniacs love um, these. Well, another another reason why like, preppers love them is they run on like, fucking anything. You can throw, I, I, I don't know, yeah. potatoes uh, in there. That's, you can mm. convert them to run on biodiesel, but the injectors are really finicky, and we can get to that. But uh, you can't just like throw a bunch of burger Let grease. Me in the yes, Let me have yeah, my dreams. Let me have my dreams. I want like, a pipe Let's go. going from the fryer <laughs> towards the Mercedes. Like... <laughs> Right, of course. Uh, you can have uh, you can have uh, you can you, you can have it run two stroke too, and then you get more power and more pollution, yeah. which is good for you. Yeah, yeah you got to get that two stroke with that gorilla good mm, yeah. piston. The other one upside I want to mention. The other upside is that because of the compression and the, the sheer amount of force involved in shoving the piston right. down after this, and the high compression ratios diesels That's run right. at, these usually make a fuck ton of torque. So, like, if you ever look at the specs for, like, a normal car, it's like, oh, it makes 100 horsepower and 90 foot-pounds of torque. If you look at the specs for a diesel car, it's like, oh, it makes 90 horsepower and 400 foot-pounds yeah. of it's torque. It's why you use, like, yes. a big so, one of these in, like, yes. trucks, uh, lorries, like, you know, the, like, big truck uh, trains, trains uh, ships. ships. Yep, yep, yep. Submarines. Mm -hmm. Well, another thing about uh, uh, yeah. submarines that's, that's very helpful is that uh, with diesel, you can, uh, like, charge like using to charge a battery then you use the battery and then once you invent a snorkel you can just like have an air breathing engine have a diesel engine underwater uh, and just stick a mm -hmm. big fucking exhaust out the top i like the idea of inventing a snorkel it's like it took us a long time to figure I mean, it out I, but you I, could like, have a long submarine context <laughs> the snorkel had to be invented <laughs> Well, guys, what if we had a tube? It'll never work. <laughs> no, because like the the, 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 crazy. the submarine, the invention of the submarine snorkel was like a, a long and somewhat fraught process that started for some reason in the Netherlands. Uh, and one thing that it did fairly reliably <laughs> was rupture the entire crew's eardrums. Be racist, because um, yeah, that sounds about uh, right. That sounds you, like you gotta have a cover on it. You gotta have a cover on it to stop seawater getting in. Right, uh, but if you like fuck up in any way, then what happens is that you get like the the pressure just like dumps in or out, uh, and everybody's ears pop throughout the whole length of the boat as it like you know all of the air fucking shoots in down this snorkel. This this has been submarine facts with Alice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my my favorite part of any episode. <laughs> I just got a text that reads, was King George III the one during the revolution? Maybe we don't uh, need school. Yes. Maybe we don't need yes. school anymore. Maybe we don't need school. They made that whole musical about it with Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't. That's uh, the example I was forced oh, yeah. to use. I'm not pleased. <laughs> I'm not happy. Please continue, Victoria. While I imagine this Gorilla Grip coochie diesel just sucking me dry. <laughs> Uh, that's all What's the upsides. There are no other upsides. Um, <laughs> the, the next slide is absolutely going to be an Alice special interest one because I is, I don't really know a lot about the me. creator of the yeah, Diesel, is, but Alice seems this to. This is our special boy, Rudolph Rudy Diesel. Rudy um, Diesel. And Rudy, Rudy Diesel. Rudy, Rudy Diesel. Very yeah. into Scott. 
The thing about <laughs> fucking hell. The thing about <laughs> Rudolph Diesel. Or rather, the thing about like making engines back in the day is that it was like making IEDs is now. Um, like your what? work will <laughs> blow up in your face many oh, times. This yeah. dude nearly died yes. when like one of his engines blew up because I like this is one of the things about diesels because they have so much like more pressure going on. They have to be built much more like solidly, more rigidly, if you will. Um, and so you end up with these like yeah. these big, heavy, overbuilt cases because if you don't and you try and build them like a regular engine, they kill you. Um, but the thing that I want to mention, yeah, these things are like the size of a room, and they make like five horsepower. <laughs> yeah, but also infinite, infinite torque. It just pulls something <laughs> yeah. very, very yeah. slowly. Um, yeah. Torque forever. But, yes. Yeah. But the thing that I want to mention about Rudolf Diesel is that he was maybe murdered. Um, he was like. Like it was 1913, and like you know, submarine diesels and marine diesels particularly were like very much in vogue. He was like selling these around, um, and then he gets on the SS Dresden to go to England to go and meet with Royal Navy officers to discuss selling them diesels to put in their submarines. Um, he has dinner, and then he just disappears overnight. What? Uh, what? They like they, he goes off the yeah. side of the boat. They find all of his like clothes and shit like neatly folded in his cabin, um, uh, and like it's sort of a matter of debate whether or not he was like murdered, maybe by the Germans, maybe by like big oil, uh, like a trade or, or industrial espionage thing. Possibly, I was murdered by big oil because they didn't want to have to sell the oil to people with the engines. They yeah, wanted to keep petrol. it all for themselves. <laughs> they were like early adopters of the like keep it in the ground movement. You know, uh, uh, from what I've read of Rockefeller, I'm currently reading a biography of him, and I will say mm. I would believe that. I would believe that about uh, John D. Rockefeller. That's absolutely fucking lunatic, Puritan weirdo. Mm. The, the, the other the other contention is that like maybe he was depressed and like uh, his finances were fucked up and he like committed suicide and then kind of made it look as spooky as possible on the way out. Um, I I, I do is, kind of respect I, that. It's a great move, right? Between between that and the insanely weird eyeglasses setup he's got on here and the mustache, mm -hmm. I I just I really admire the dude. This um, guy looks like a more of a statement than a question sort of guy. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the kind of guy that you need sometimes. Um, also, I, I I will say they they found his body, but in like classic early twentieth twentieth century fashion, they found his body at sea, and they were like, "Ew, this is too gross." Go through his pockets and then kick him back over the side, what? which is what they did. That's not they dignified. Like, they like found his wallet and then they just put him back in. So it's like <laughs> that's how we know he died for sure. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, well, I imagine we would probably know he died for sure because he would be yeah, very, very old by now. He was already um, like, when was he, when was he born? Yeah. Like uh, fucking eighteen fifty-eight. So yeah, he would be pretty old by now. Yeah, that guy, that guy's pro probably dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that that's the life and times and the death of Rudolf Diesel, uh, which I just wanted to put in because it's so fucking weird. In many ways, he was kind of an engineering disaster himself. Right. That's right, it's an yes. episode within an episode. <laughs> um, yeah, next, next, yeah, next slide, well, please. Here I have nothing to add to that. I, I got no clue. Yeah. 
uh, the downsides of diesel engines. Now that he's dead, we can shit all over his invention. Um, <laughs> yeah. So obviously, people like to roll coal with them. This is actually bad. Um, really, but that pay that money your to make your diesel engine yeah. worse. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's it literally means that like your truck is not working right. But people like to actually put tunes on them that lead to incomplete combustion and like they run super rich just because they can. Um, so they waste a bunch of their own money. Mm-hmm. To pollute the earth because they think that this owns the libs. To be um, fair, it that's does. That's the own only the reason libs. that they do it. Uh, so. in, in that, like, if yeah. you're driving behind one of these, uh, mm, smells like benzene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And generally speaking, diesels are not super clean. Um, they have they release different particulate emissions than uh, gasoline motors, but they're all bad. Yeah. Um, d- and there's exhaust, like there are like... modern solutions for this, but like. In the context of the Oldsmobile diesel in like the seventies, they had just invented like not dumping raw sewage into rivers. Mm. So like oh, that's they had coming back in Britain. This was advanced so. environmentalism. The, the other thing I will say, yeah. oh yeah, that's is, right, is the, the sort of the modern <laughs> the modern problem that requires a modern solution of like diesels also being very polluting is twofold. It's to like sell it as well the diesel is more efficient, which means you're like putting less you know contaminants out into the environment, so that's like better in the long run. And the other answer is to cheat, as VW did. Uh, by installing yeah. like it, you know emissions defeat devices that just lie about how much emissions the engine is like and out. knew when they were being tested yeah because yes. yeah because uh, ultimately you know that the, the situation with diesel emissions is you get a lot more sulfur dioxide you get a lot more nitrous oxides and getting rid of those is very difficult because you need very very complete combustion and that's not necessarily something a diesel engine wants mm-hmm. to do so you know these days you have these like modern solutions like either you put a a, a urea piss. solution in the piss. engine that yeah diesel diesel exhaust fluid it's piss that's one option the other one is uh the other one is you do diesel exhaust recirculation where you put some of the exhaust back in the engine that lowers the temperature of combustion but it also increases the wear on the yeah. engine um you know and that one is uh it, that that one is also not very good but yeah when you you're talking about environmentally efficient diesels you have two options which is drink the piss or huff the or parts lie. And uh, also, re- 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 yeah. uh, <laughs> there is another quirk of diesel yeah. diesel exhaust recirculation, which I don't believe was ever actually tested. But this was a plan, sort of like pre Gulf War era, when people were like, "Oh man, we're sending a lot of troops out in the desert, and there are all of their trucks and shit are diesel, apart from like Abrams, which has like a jet turbine on it." Uh, what if yeah. you? What if you could like re-isolate like? clean drinking water out of their own diesel exhaust which sounds like a fucking nightmare but it was something that was seriously considered by the US military and nothing came of it because it's a dreadful idea you have there would be almost you'd get almost nothing you would get almost nothing here's your thimble of water per day like yeah exactly we got this out of a whole tank of diesel (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, so, I mean, it, it's worth noting that because of all of the reasons that we just explained, um, diesels usually smell like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they sound terrible. They they have, yeah, they sound like you dropped a sack of cinder blocks into a clothes dryer. That is the best analogy I could come up I mean, with. Some, um, people, with hey, some people really hey, like, so like blue screens. <laughs> oh, God, really? Yeah, that's yeah. why I dropped. I blue Maybe screened you, out. What you gotta do is you gotta go into your computer case and you gotta like unscrew a bunch of the hard drives Alice. on one side. Alice. It'll make it run so much more reliable. And it took Audacity with it, so I don't have my local. I'm restarting. Uh, 
okay. Well, the Zencaster's, you know, gonna oh, do well. something. It, it, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. gonna anyway. Work. Um, yeah, I, some people like the sound of a diesel engine, and those people are insane, but particularly like big truck engines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is you know, if you're so one of the one of the key phrases in the automotive industry, of course, <laughs> is uh, NVH, noise, vibration, and harshness. Mm. Generally speaking, you want less of these. Diesels actually just create all of those on their own. So for like passenger cars, um, they're not really a great choice if you don't enjoy the feeling of your car rattling itself to death at every traffic light. But if you want to, um, and also the just like, though. like <laughs> I mean, that's why that's why people who that's why they're used in like pickup trucks and stuff. Because mm. until recently, pickup trucks were actually for work instead of for like you know urban cosplayers who wanted to pretend they were John Wayne. Um, so yeah, they, you know, it was kind of limited for that. Uh, you know, your injectors, as mentioned earlier, need to be super precise because fuel control is how you keep the engine running and how you adjust how powerful you're. Like it, it's how you adjust your throttle. Your throttle position, you know, adjusts fuel injection. And so if they are imprecise or contaminated, um, that's bad. Uh, it's also great if um, because of the way that the uh, fuel influences how your throttle is at. If you have an external source of fuel, such as, you know, aerosolized gasoline or diesel or whatever, mm. um, you can get a runaway diesel. Oh, no. uh, so basically your intake just sucks up fuel mist and now you have no control over the diesel and it will just continue running until it literally explodes. <laughs> uh, this actually caused <laughs> the 2005 Texas City refinery explosion. Huh. Um, there was like, they had a leak at the plant and there was a diesel truck parked nearby and it, the diesel truck w turned into a runaway and it exploded and then that oh, caused shit. the rest of it. I, I know um, all internal yeah, that, combustion That would actually engines. be a good disaster at some point. <laughs> I, I, it, well, in this case, it's an external combustion engine, but uh, yeah. that's, that's crazy. I don't like an engine that can like hang fire like that, you know? Be a runaway? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you can't actually, and you can't like do anything about it um so like if you're uh, uh, you know if your injectors are are for some reason just dumping maximum fuel um you know you can just basically end up driving your car directly into a wall because there's really not much you can do at that point <laughs> you actually need a special solenoid to turn off most diesel engines because you can't just like they will just keep running at idle yeah. so you have to like actively shut them off and so it's if you that fails also which my mercedes-benz did um, then you have a problem. You just have the car that drives <laughs> itself to death. Yeah, it's hey, no, that, Elon. That, that yeah, the diesel, the diesel car <laughs> craves its own demise. I want to say that happened to my granddad's Yugo. Um, a, a hero. <laughs> I don't remember if the Yugo is diesel or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually like those. Another problematic opinion of mine. Yeah, see, I, I, I did a whole. I did a whole story. Alice helped me with it. I, I did a whole story for Jalopnik like last year about like Tito's Yugoslavia and like the dream of the dream of Yugoslavian communism and the Yugo, and it was like this big emotional piece. And I think like six people. It was, read it was it, really so. good. Go 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 find it and read it now. But yeah, I, I enjoyed <laughs> yes. being the uncredited like uh, communism research assistant. <laughs> yeah. um, Alice Caldwell other... Kelly, communism <laughs> consultant. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Handing me one of those business cards. Oh, I gotta make a new set of business cards. <laughs> Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Other downsides of diesels is that the uh, because of the compression nature of combustion. It's got a QR the, code you know, on it. Just goes like... to a YouTube link of the Soviet national anthem. 
Uh, your compression ratios are like around 20 to 1, which is extremely a lot of pressure. And uh, if you do not overbuild the hell out of the engine and make everything incredibly strong, it will explode. Um, also, if you rev them too high because of the masses moving around, um, it will also explode. I enjoy so, that like hairline crack are, in the case there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the intake valve, exhaust valve on some diesel engine where it just couldn't handle it. It couldn't hang. This is why we don't have diesel F1 mm. cars. It would, it would be. <laughs> that would I would pay money cool. to see that though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see an event that was like part tractor pull, part F1 race. I'd watch that. Oh, there, is, <laughs> there are like diesel. That's like diesel Le Mans cars now, though. Um, because yeah, like Audi was like very into them for a minute. I think. Um, and it, yeah, because they they you know. They're willing to crank out at their maximum RPM of 4,000 all day long. They just don't take them any higher than yeah. that. What you could do is you could just have it run at a constant like 2,000 RPM and have it charge, uh, turn a generator, right? And that charges a battery and then it that uh, then the electric <laughs> motors run a car. Did, did you, know? you invent a fucking reverse hybrid? Like a hybrid? Yes, yes exactly. Hy that's what, that's what I'm see, talking okay. about here. The engine runs at maximum efficiency constantly, and the power is delivered as needed. Patent pending. <laughs> yeah, the whole uh, hybrid is like in service of the diesel engine. Is a really fucking weird yeah. idea. <laughs> All right, next side, please. I'm taking okay, over. Okay. This is my podcast now. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. It's this was a car I reviewed small. a while ago. I love it. Yeah, it was. This is a '75 Honda Civic CVCC. So, um, the the second question we have to ask after asking what is a diesel engine is what is cafe? It's a uh, place cafe where you was nice the corporate average. Uh, and you hang out with your friends. Uh, talking yeah. about frothy, yeah, really. Yeah. I, I like a milk yeah, drink. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's, a, nice, that's a word choice nice there. Where they nice and frothy and moist cafe. I, I mean, okay, now you yeah, ruined it. I, I, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I just I, want my flat white, and I want to be left alone. Thank lube you. oils. Ow, lube oils. <laughs> I had I had a frothy this, drop, this but I don't know. Oh, here it is. See that a milky, milk, milky, creamy froth is coming out. Ah. Uh, mm hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, this is what you get for having two transmen on the same podcast. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. You're the you're the one who's being weird about this. I was just referring to like a nice cappuccino or something. That's that's fine. I you can blame me. I, I will I will Nobody be the child is... of Omelas for well, there's your uh -huh, problem. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, if there anyway, is cafe. like uh, if the dynamic of this podcast is it requires one of us to get tortured forever, it's clearly Liam. Yeah. That's how it feels, baby. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sometimes also Roz. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, uh, Milkshake just showed up. Oh, that he bastard. Frothy and milky. <laughs> um, yeah, no, oh, no, he just left. Never mind. Doesn't like being called Frothy and milky, no, I guess. No, no, he just likes <laughs> running away from people who love him. Mm. That was your fault. That was point. my fault, but that's not the point. <laughs> yep, uh, Liam let Milkshake I out did it by on purpose, accident actually, yesterday. to spite you. Oh, wow. Wow. What a way to find out. <laughs> All right, tell me about this beautiful yellow car. Oh, okay. Corporate average fuel economy standards. The EPA introduced them in uh, 75 when there was no oil because OPEC cut America mm. off. 
Um, and so oh, yeah. the, the goal was to tell automakers to build fuel efficient cars. And they do this through manufacturer incentives. So basically, they set a target for your entire um, vehicle lineup offering for group MPG. And if you fall below that, then they fine you. So there's no cons- the consumers aren't supposed to see it. Um, the automakers can reach this group economy in any way that they want. This has led to some really funny stuff. So if you remember like the Aston Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Aston Martin signet. They put a V12 in one and they only built one of those. Uh, They put a little racing spoiler on it. Yeah. And and that to me is the most fun you could have in a car. Uh, I I really, I really want to drive it. Yeah, that would be that's like a white whale review for me. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. Like someone out there has Aston it. Martin like, headquarters. I, I think it's like legitimately in private hands too. Um, Let us have it. Give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a that would be a fun one. Because like even well, the, even them regularly were fun because it was just like a it was a Scion IQ that they slapped a, a yeah. mustache grill I, on. Excuse me, it wasn't. And, it and wasn't, you know they sold it for their fuel it economy. It was a V8, right? It was a I've V8, four hundred and thirty yeah. horsepower. Um, in a, a, like a little tiny smart car. The thing that I really like about the Aston Martin Signet is, uh, it was intended to like uh you know do the sort of loophole in this, which is you have one sort of like extremely low uh like low emissions car that like then offsets all of the others even if you don't sell any but not only did they not sell any but it wasn't even that cheap because putting all the aston martin parts on it all of those were actually expensive like they had the fucking aston martin upholstery they had the aston martin grills the flowers uh, and shit at yeah yeah, yeah. Cost fifty thousand. like think. the dashboard and shit and so like it was I imagine a very nice place to be, like the nicest, most luxurious possible version of a little like city car. Um, but it still costs like a shitload of money. Yeah, and I think that they've since the US at least has since changed the laws. So like automakers that make below a certain number of cars don't have to meet any cafe. So like rich people can still buy cars that get eight miles a gallon and no they don't have to worry about paying any fines or you know, they they their their treats are preserved. It's the rest of us that have to contend mm-hmm. with it um, in our market. So the idea, you know, behind all of this was not necessarily build the signet, but build cars that maybe aren't huge fucking barges mm. that get like you know thirty miles a gallon. So Honda, you know, built the Civic. This is kind of when Honda took off in the U.S. Um, they had this really novel CVCC engine design that used uh, it had a pre-combustion chamber, so it had extremely efficient. Um, fuel combustion so its particulate emissions were incredibly low um and it could run on either leaded or unleaded gas because the big problem in the early days of cafe was that catalytic converters which used to be you know this big i'm making a very large size (laughs) with my hands um and very wildly inefficient would clog on leaded gas and this was sort of as in the middle of the phase out so you know you weren't with there were fuel shortages already so like being able to run on both was this huge boon um so Honda took like the very smart solution, and this is like more or less with the car that started the company in the states. Uh, other companies decided to do things that were a little bit less tricky about mm. it. Mm. Next slide, mm. please. Oh, this one's me. Uh, so I thought I would contextualize a little bit because we mentioned the oil crisis. Um, that's sort of our like 
setting in terms of time is like you know uh, the the seventies the you know the late seventies after the oil crisis, uh, and one of the things is we've got to go two for two on American car episodes featuring uh, American manufacturers getting their shit kicked in by VW and panicking uh, because American manufacturers get their shit kicked in by VW. VW has been making diesel since like seventy six. Uh, in particular, you have this like uh, this rabbit here with a like a very very efficient diesel engine, which has very good mileage, and you can see that they're selling it on that basis. And once again, the quirky fucking think different ass ads, uh, which Americans it what? seems love, uh, at least in the seventies, and so they buy this instead of uh, you know the the giant barge. And this scares the absolute fuck out of every American car maker. That's on the note of on the note of Volkswagen ad mm. campaigns. Do you remember the unpimp your ride? Ones? Oh god! Oh no. yes, that was actually a formative thing in my. So when I was a kid, because I was extremely straight and, he and heterosexual sure. and cisgender, mm. I was like a four-year-old boy that absolutely adored Volkswagen Beetles in the most outrageous colors you could get them in. <laughs> And so, like, I had, like, VW advertisements on the brain all the mm. time. And so I remember that one coming out, and I was like, oh, my God, GTIs are cool now. <laughs> <laughs> I should get one of these I white rolls. Like, GTIs are cool. <laughs> GTIs have always been cool. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, that's why I've had a weird... Again, that's that one falls into the category of fetish because I'm kind of ashamed that I like them so much. <laughs> Again, see, like you're like, oh, I have a couple of like problematic car fetishes, like uh, you know, like VWs, uh, as opposed to the Hitler car. I, I mean, uh, I guess a VW kind of is the Hitler car, but it VW it kind of is the Hitler less, car, in a less yeah. Approximate sense, let's say. I can't imagine yeah. Hitler being driven around in like an open top VW. Um, like that's that's kind of fucked nah. to me. No, he'd make uh, one of his aides do mm. that. Yeah, they're like four or five places down in the motorcade, and the quality of car you, you drops off. Like the Cuban wagon, sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's just sometime, sometime after the first, the front of the motorcade is passed, you start just seeing Volkswagen <laughs> Beetles, um, with increasingly small ones with increasingly large men in them. <laughs> you're doing the sort of like Nazi version of Kremlinology where you're trying to like judge where people are in the Politburo based on whether they have like a Zeal or a Chica. Uh but you're like exactly. whether, you, whether you have a VW or a Mercedes. God, that's a cursed alternate history timeline. <laughs> anyway, that's my little like uh well, my, my little Hitler car fact. Um is, yeah. I wanted to show off a quirky little VW ad. Uh, which is this, the best mileage chicken. They've in always been good, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lemon. They've always been good. I saw somebody who actually had done a room in their house with like old VW ads, and it was actually a very cute interior design decision. Mm. I actually quite liked it. So, like, that is that has my stamp of approval for for decoration. It's interesting how, uh, how many like... Next modern... slide, we're going to get to something way yeah. worse. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Hi, it's Justin. Uh, so this is a commercial for the podcast that you're already listening to. Uh, people are annoyed by these, so let me get to the point. We have this thing called Patreon, right? The deal is you give us two bucks a month, and we give you an extra episode once a month. Uh, sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but, you know, it's two bucks. You get what you pay for. Um, it also gets you our full back catalog of bonus episodes, 
so you can learn about exciting topics like guns, pickup trucks, or pickup trucks with guns on them. The money we raise through Patreon goes to making sure that the only ad you hear on this podcast is this one. Anyway, that's something to consider if you have two bucks to spare each month. Uh, Join at patreon.com forward slash WTYP pod. Do it if you want. Or don't. It's your decision, and we respect that. Back to the show. Oh, now talk about Um, different visual languages and advertising. The last one, the last one had the kind of like font and like funny copywriting thing that like now all marketing is kind of trying to bring back. This, not so much. Big magazine spread uh, of. Check it 19 out. different models. Buy... Why the fuck do you even make 19 different models? They, oh, they, they look so different, right? <laughs> they're, all the, they're all the same car. You need to be a General Motors phrenologist <laughs> to even tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my GM has a Slavic brain pan. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so uh, you know, Honda did the very efficient pre-combustion chamber and, you know, smart use of small cars. VW has these little efficient diesels that put around town. Uh, General Motors doesn't have anything like this because they've been building giant cars since roughly World War II, and they don't know how to stop. They are addicted. They love it. Love yeah. Large. yeah, they yeah. they literally it's if good. they if they look at a car that is not body on frame, they they kind of pull up their skirt and jump on a chair like the, like a fifties housewife that just saw if, a mouse. If, if, you, it's if terrifying your car them. doesn't like cant over forty five degrees like my hard drives when you take a slight turn, <laughs> what even is the point? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they need to have a like, computer case like, that has body roll. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually held up by the gyroscopic stability I of said hard drive. Stop it, goddammit. <laughs> when, when all things stop spinning, it falls Listen, over. The, the other bracket on the other side is like too far away, and it won't. I don't. Uh, do they make wider hard drives? I don't know what. Each, did you install a 2.5 inch drive? I don't know what that means. Uh, I loathe you sometimes when you do these things to me. Uh huh. You need a bigger, bigger hard drive. You need One something of the five like the and a size quarter of a inch record. old school IBM ones. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I, you, you could use like a laser disc I'm, as a I hard drive. I think you might like get in there and get like a piece of like wood or something just to prop it up. Yeah. That, that might work. Oh. Yeah, that might work. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm so angry. I think it's about the sort of like distance off of the like bottom of the frame that I could use like an old Coke can or something. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to inventing new I sources to... of static to introduce to your hard drive this situation. How, I love that. The, that. That's how I used to prop up my air conditioner. Yeah, see, J- J- Justin and I are, are of one yeah. mind on this one. Yeah, but I wasn't. I yeah. was less worried about the air conditioner than I would be about hard drives. Fine. We couldn't oh, figure out the gap. Um, well, I think, I think I might have some so, plywood if you need it, thank Alice. You. That's perfect. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll get some measurements uh, to you. Shish. Uh, you can go uh, ship some plywood internationally. <laughs> that's right? efficiency, that's efficient. baby. Two hundred dollars <laughs> of shipping for one like two by four. All right. So tell me yeah. about their nineteen different models. Somehow, I was about to say. I think we're here to talk about cars. Oh yeah. Uh, we sorry about that. Time. We got ten <laughs> slides. <laughs> We have more, many more than ten slides. I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> so, so seventy three, seventy four, OPEC, you know, cuts the America off, and GM has to decide how they're going to pass this new slate of you know cafe legislation that's coming up, and also like you know not make cars that get eight miles a gallon so that people actually buy them. So they think to themselves like. Oh, diesel, you know, in the 70s, the regulations were a lot less strict for emissions, so they could still pollute, which was important. Nice. Um, they, you know, they 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 inherently get better uh, fuel efficiency, and, you know, they're, they're not, like, anything crazy expensive to make. The GM already makes diesels. <laughs> so they go to their truck lineup, and all those are huge and disgustingly dirty. Mm. Like, they still won't pass 70s emissions, mm. and they're just wildly wildly huge for a car like this even even these barges would not hold one of yeah, those motors. Sort of like an old they go to the european engine actually that sounds pretty fucking cool <laughs> yeah so. yeah that would be pretty good actually yes yeah, so they go to they go to gm europe with like opal and you know Vauxhall or whatever mm. um i don't know what the hell europe has <laughs> and then uh they they pull over some of their like you know small diesel engines that are in the coops and stuff over there, and uh, the engines are actually not powerful enough to move an Oldsmobile. <laughs> so they have to. So there's two options here. They can either make the car smaller, which is obviously not going to happen. Know. That's what, what, what are they make the engine bigger. <laughs> there we go. Liam is correct. Uh, so what they do is they take the 5.7 liter V8 that they've been building since 1967. That is basically, you know, it's the General Motors engine. It is the th- it is the Chevy 350. It is God's own motor. Um, and they just, they're just like, what if we just convert this to run on diesel instead of like building what a whole if, new engine? Like, this will be fine. Force dieselification this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, we threw away all of yeah, your so gasoline they... engines. Diesel. Uh, diesel. Wear this dress. Diesel, diesel, force them us. (laughs) Diesel, diesel, sort of the like made dress of uh, internal combustion engines. Yes. Liam, you okay? Yeah, just being gross, really. (laughs) (laughs) You're like getting your revenge for the, Uh, you know, hard drive. I, I just what I don't understand, right, Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. there are. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing. I need actually to see a, a picture of your. Of your setup? No, no, because I'm not I, showing yes, you how I live. Send it to me. <laughs> no, send it to me. No, because I think I know what the problem. But like, I don't want to help you because I'm so upset. Like, I uh-huh. want the hard drive to just come down like the twin towers, and and just wipe out all your save files because that's what you deserve. That's d- sure. I just I I don't understand why you do this to me when I show you nothing but love. <laughs> You're just like, haha! This will upset Liam. Fuck him. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you want me to do. It doesn't meet with the like screws on the other side. Like I see, that's my problem. How does it not meet? It just doesn't. It doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Uh-huh. I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're using a two point five inch drive that you think is a three point five inch drive. I, I don't know what that means. I think okay. So laptops use two point five inch drives, and most SSDs come in two point five inch drives. Hold drive on. Size. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look. Uh, 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 on the like receipt from the hardware, like the hard drive store, to see what I bought because I don't I went, remember I went, I went what Roz. The, I, w- I went to the hard drive Micro store. Center, baby. No, this this is a three oh, and a half inch Center, drive. Yeah, and it doesn't and reach. There's a good inch on one side. Oh, of it. you know why? Because you're trying to put it in the five and a half inch drive bay, Alice. Well, that's the only drive bay that there is. Like. 
D -d -d should I just let it like be <laughs> be like loose on the case? Get an again? adapter. Get an adapter. This Get a three point five inch to five two five and a quarter inch adapter. They sell them. <laughs> They're twelve bucks. You have the money. Do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, three three and a half inch adapter. Two five point two five inch. Three point five to two five point two five inch adapter. They sell them. I know they do because I've had to use them in server builds. Okay. Okay. What about cars? What about cars? No, you're being held captive. I'm sorry. You don't have any other plans. Shut up. I genuinely, Roz, I have never had more respect for your job than I do right now. Oh, it's now. impossible, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you keep this podcast even remotely on track. He doesn't. <laughs> he, I mean, he kind of does, so, though. Like, I, I'm, nah. I'm... I, 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 I try. It, it's incredible. I could never be a, a, a podcast wrangler, a podcast trick, if you mm. will. <laughs> Um, while, while Alice is finding a hard drive adapter, I'm just gonna, just, the Oldsmobile <laughs> diesel, the thing actually fucking works, they make a 5.7 liter diesel V8, and in 1978, they take all 19 different models of the Oldsmobile cinematic universe, plop this hmm. motor in, it gets 21.4 combined miles per gallon, and the Delta 88 actually moves under its power. Damn. Mission, and, and they also they also sell it in a few Pontiacs, and they even sell it in a Cadillac. Mm. What, because Mercedes Benz has diesels. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, how, do you have sales numbers for those Cadillacs? <laughs> I do not. Oh, uh, bummer! I, 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 so I, I got two of the adapters. Fuck you. Thank you. Thank you. So our so <laughs> is the and the Cadillac I assume is launched directly to compete with Mercedes turbo diesels, right? Yes, does, absolutely. Does of course, it's worth noting. There's no turbo was, anywhere near any of was, these motors. That's what I was just going to ask you. I figured they were just like, nope, drop it in. Fuck you. You get what you get. Yeah, I'm actually looking it up right now. Uh, Curbside Classic, which is a site I relatively trust for their for their numbers. Um, it's They said it sold pretty well. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean, apparently, um, like, American consumers were, like, big into their Mercedes. Mercedes was the one to, like, really sell the, see, like, that would, big that diesel would, to them. That like, would make sense to me, because, like, okay, uh, gas is $900 million yeah. a gallon. Well, it's the 70s, so it's only 45 but cents, you, but that's but the equivalent of 90 million. you still a big car. Like, you still want, right, like, big, right. big executive mobile. Uh, right. So, so exactly. what you do is you, yes. like, you, you invest in some, like, German precision, because it's been long enough that, like, uh, you know, y your dad might like not talk to you for a bit because you bought a Nazi car. Uh, you know, and that you know those motherfuckers were shooting at him in the war. But like, other than that, like whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I, well, and it's worth. Go ahead. Yeah, it's worth noting if you're a business owner in the '70s and even today, um, and you'd want to look like you still belong to America. You do actually still have to buy an American car. Like, I I know a guy who you know runs an electric electric company i don't know he's a multi-millionaire and he's only ever driven jeeps because it would be a bad look for him to get anything that was imported mm. so you know the cadillac is like would you like all of the refinement of a but, but it's, Mercedes but it's diesel? which ha <laughs> yes yeah my my, uh, my granddad but, you know, if you would, would only like buy american <laughs> yeah my granddad would only buy american cars until he bought the yugo which was the worst decision at, at I thought he bought a volvo <laughs> 
No, no. Then he went back to American cars for a while, which all died on him. And then he got there the Volvo. There we go. And he I never, knew that. Never yeah. went back. <laughs> God bless you, Ross's grandpa, wherever you are, and your insane yeah. uh, car purchasing history. Yeah. <laughs> My dad had a 1950, yeah. uh, no, a 63 Bel Air that he bought for $12 because <laughs> it, the floor had rusted out. <laughs> Many such cases. <laughs> you don't need That's the floor. It. This saves weight, bud. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, this car, you know, was supposed to be, this was going to be how GM moved into the 80s. This was their, this their corporate strategy was actually not fully dependent on this, but this was like a big deal for them. Hmm. Um, so next slide, please. All right. Yeah. There we go. Thank oh, you. Okay, this is actually it's, the car. It's taking it in the ass. Yeah, I was going to say that's a fascinating <laughs> place yeah. to put your uh, yeah the uh, fuel tank cap valve thing. This is, this is pretty erotic, I would say. Yeah, it's sensual, isn't it? It's it's very intimate. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I shouldn't be seeing this on like, uh, the first date. Like no, exactly. It's it's very it's very much uh very much uh, a great way to avoid speed cameras. That, that's true. Uh, <laughs> if you get the sort of James buy Bond an thing, like, diesel, yes. ro rotates <laughs> round to give you like a new license plate, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's that is actually how you refuel one of these. This is the one that I actually you know had on that trip. I I took. I rode in it. I didn't actually drive it much, but I I rode in it. This um, is pretty fucking cool. And. Uh, Get that gorgeous shade. Yeah, of I mean it's one of the only ones left, for for reasons I can very you'll understand very shortly. But uh, they sold one hundred and twenty thousand of wow. these in the first wow. year. Wow! Uh, initial surveys of owners showed that they were like overwhelmingly happy with them because they had, you know, the thing that's the thing that's important to note is, you know, these things sound like shit on the outside. Every time we followed this car. I literally started wheezing. It was the smelliest <laughs> diesel engine I have ever experienced. <laughs> it was if you were on awful, the inside, inside of it, you're fine. But like the guy behind you is like, <gasps> yeah, the guy behind you is currently yeah, like no. debating whether to file a Geneva <laughs> Conventions complaint yeah. against you for illegal use of like respiratory weapons. <laughs> oh, did did you get the plate? No, it was there were no there was flattened <laughs> down. I couldn't see the plate. <laughs> Damn, I guess nothing's going to happen then. <laughs> GM really said a cap. <laughs> um, so yes, but like inside it's it's relatively smooth. It's just as comfortable as every other Oldsmobile from the late 70s, which is extremely. It's um, fucking uh, yes. suede the couch loud, with wheels. The like my, my, yeah, my my buddy uh, had a yeah. Bonneville in high school and that thing was absolutely stupendous. You it was like you could you could have skinned a deer in there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, had, I had a friend with an uh, Oldsmobile yeah. Cutlass. Josh Munson had an Oldsmobile Cutlass. He had an 84 Cutlass Supreme. Yeah. And when he, and whenever you turned the stereo on, all the flashers came on, too, because he wired it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> great car. Great uh, car. Two subwoofers in the back yeah, rattling that fucking thing. I, uh, I remember that. It was... A it was actually uh, illegal. To, car. <laughs> it was actually illegal to not drive this with an open container. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just pulled over, being like, "Where's your beer?" 
government gonna tell me where I can and can't smoke as I do laps as I do donuts in a in a in an elementary school parking lot. <laughs> you have to smoke in this. Like that upholstery yeah. has to yeah. be absorbing cigarettes. It has smoke. to be broken in. Yeah, it has to yeah. be broken in. Yeah. yeah. So son, have you been drinking yes, tonight? Okay. Why not? <laughs> you got a gun? <laughs> You're gonna need one. I'll go, I'll be right back. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So, so everybody was actually pretty pleased with them, and they were great cars for drinking. All right, and cool. We can end the episode uh, now. Always drink uh, and drive. So Remember and that. No, we can. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. So, Why don't you properly so mount a hard drive about it? Maybe I will. Maybe. Maybe I'm. Uh, so much <laughs> like, much like Alice's hard drives, GM made some <laughs> questionable decisions when engineering this device. Oh no. <laughs> Um, so diesel engines are very high pressure. I think, don't think I could stress that enough in this episode. I think I've said it 50 fucking times. Mm. General Motors somehow forgot this. I, I, I have a quick question when you cars. say that. Are they a consistent yes. high pressure or is it like variable or is it like just all the time super high it's pressure? Like, well, it's, it's, it's on the it's your, cycle. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now I feel stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just making sure because yeah, it feels like a good way. I think about, and this is probably not related, but you know, obviously, uh, the way the Mazda rotary engines would shake themselves apart. The wine cools? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. No. Tell me. No. They didn't shake themselves apart. So the problem with the Mazda rotaries was that um, you have like a shit ton of wear surfaces. Because it requires right? spinning the... Yeah. It requires yeah. spinning the triangle around the like oval, ovoid chamber. Right. Spinner ass um, Yeah. And then at 80,000 yeah, miles, basically. the seal wears out and you don't have a car anymore. Yes, exactly, because it needed that for complete combustion. Right. So they, the original ones were like a graphite seal that was failing within like twenty or 30,000 oh, wow. miles. That actually, there will be a segue for that later. Okay. There's actually, both Mazda and this car caused another company to succeed, um, which is wild. <laughs> like they're, where they failed, others saw profit mm. uh, because capitalism is the most efficient system. Anyway... <laughs> In this incredibly efficient capitalist system, General Motors decided to not reinforce the head oh, bolts. No. So when you they, got an engine, you got your block. It more rigid. That's where like the bottom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where like that's where the bottom and all your rotating assembly, you know, your pistons and stuff. And then you got your head, where it's like the valve train and all that stuff is. Um, so they use head bolts to connect the two. Um, they put four torque to yield ones on every head, which was not anywhere near enough, and so they would either stretch out which caused the head gasket to fail and then coolant and oil mixes inside everywhere it's not supposed to be and that would destroy your engine or they would just snap yeah or they would just snap and then that would destroy your engine the engine just Um, explodes so this was yeah the engine you know the the head just pops off you lose all compression the car is dead um so you 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 know you just got your twenty thousand mile oldsmobile diesel and you're probably pretty pissed because it just exploded so you take it to the dealership and uh none of the mechanics there have ever touched a diesel engine in their whole fucking life what am i a farmer so (laughs) what am i a truck mechanic what do you take me for i uh, yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna type a joke i do like big block gasoline engines only Nah, no one's fast. Go on. <laughs> Sorry, Liam. I didn't mean no, to. You're good. What was the fucking? What's the fucking joke? Uh, I, I was gonna be. What do I look like? Well, Some sort of joke. John Queer tractor mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be rude. See. Oh no, no. I. I mean, I think about the like uh, homophobic truck owner memes all the time. 
the like, hey, you can't park your Ford out here because people think it's a gay bar. Uh, what does Dodge stand for? Dick on Dick Gay Entertainment. Dick on Dick Gay Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> what worries me is how ready Roz was with that. <laughs> you construct elaborate rituals of homophobia in order to like sexually harass other men. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I love a homophobic truck owner meme, and I, I think that fits entirely within that space. Somebody has to do some sort of. Uh... What's a what's an anthropological study called? Probably an anthropological look, study. There's a word for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, if you do right. it just to one person, it's called stalking. So, like, don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> like anthropological field notes on like with your root home. Ethnography. Okay, well, ethnography. <laughs> You know, do an ethnography on like the kind of ah, guys right who post dick on dick gay entertainment or like you know a least effeminate uh, sword owner. I was about to say, I, I okay, if, it, <laughs> if John Quare is something, what's the one for like international harvester? Um, international dick sucker? I don't know. International don't know cum either. harvester, yeah. dude. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Um, we're treading dangerously close to just creating a Ben Garrison comic here. <laughs> just labeling everything more and more outlandish. Yeah. open the top of the harvest to be like, give us the cum. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you guys not? It's, it's um, like I had to, I, yesterday I had to explain okay. to my dad what I do for a living. Getting um, milked by the tractor, yeah. yes. <laughs> I didn't use the phrase getting milked by the tractor, no. No, I... Hi, uh, my parents who do listen to this show. What's up? Uh, please don't disown me. <laughs> I'm going to have to warn my mom before she listens to this one. <laughs> I feel like that's been a theme when I come on this show. I apologize. Talking about come, baby. Corinne's on like an important this, this work call, and I'm just me. like, haha, dicks. <laughs> Which technically I didn't isn't even know the Dodge call. acronym. <laughs> Oh, you didn't know yeah. about Dick on Dick yeah. Gay Entertainment? I mean, that's like classic. No. Like, dumb, <laughs> that's, that feels uh, homophobic, honestly. Oh, it is. It is. It very no, much. No, I was is. saying not knowing about it feels oh, also homophobic. That's also true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm taking steps to educate myself this Pride Month, okay? <laughs> I, I'm trying I'm trying to enter respectful dialogue with my own community. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> just, truck it's owner just you in a mirror like lecturing yourself on like uh, Dodge Rams. Yeah. <laughs> The GMC yeah. stands for gay man's car. What do you this this is normal. Dodge yeah. Dodge rammed by a dude in a Sonic parking lot. Alright, let's <laughs> Um oh yeah, it's the Oldsmobile diesel thing, which is honestly at this point seems less entertaining than coming up with acronyms for automakers. Um we need one for Oldsmobile. We can get on that in a minute. Uh yeah, so the motors would explode after you fixed them. That's that's more or less the story here is that dealership mechanics had no idea how to work in a diesel and they would do the same thing that the factory did uh, and they'd, you know, torque them. Do, do lemon laws to, exist at uh, this point? We're we're getting okay. to that. It's so cool. good. Um so yeah, so you know, either way, either your motor explodes or you know, the head fails very slowly, and so then you know your bearings and camshafts all get destroyed. You probably need a new engine. So next slide, please. <laughs> Thank you. This All is right. yes. this is from the road trip uh, and one of the many times that car overheated. Waiting, waiting, waiting yeah. to blow up and cause a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We we I did not. So um, we we drove a couple of places through the Continental Divide through some rural areas. This was at the top of a seven thousand two hundred foot high mountain pass. Yeah, it looks like I you did gave not think the this car, car was depression. going to make it. It looks like you made it sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was an adventure. Um, so we're not done with all the things that'll kill this car, though, because like if it was just the head, that wouldn't be an engineering disaster. We've got more. Um, so this car has like very rudimentary EGR, uh, exhaust gas recirculation for emissions, which uh, I think Roz talked about earlier, where you kind of, you know, put some of the exhaust back into yeah, the, the motor the, the so that it runs huffing. a little bit yeah. more efficiently. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're huffing, huffing the farts, right? yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And so, like, you need diesel-rated oil for this because it, it needs to have a certain composition to not kill the engine. No one carried diesel oil at this time uh, in America because why would right. you? Um, I mean, you could go to a Mercedes-Benz dealership and get some, but like you your average you're, you're, Oldsmobile yeah, you're guy, feel, like very insecure. Yeah. All of these dudes have the like 1980s executive haircut. Uh, they're all wearing like pinstriped yeah. suits and like talking on their like early implausibly large cell phones. And they're like, "Yeah, we can sell you some yeah. some oil for your little American shitbox if you like." I guess <laughs> you get like an into you get like a yeah, complex so... about that shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'd get a complex about that. Mm -hmm. Do you like to party? <laughs> Me and my so, wife are looking for a third. I I don't like to party. I like to drink. <laughs> I like to drink on my deck alone in the dark. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know you, you got to use the right oil. If you don't change it frequently enough, and I mean three thousand miles, like on the fucking dot this was not a car you could be like ah i'll do it next week um you would get sit build up if this would kill the car mm. um it did not have a water separator so at the time diesel fuel was you know for cavemen and the diesel was like really shitty so it had water mixed in and it was full of garbage water causes the injectors to and, and all of the seals basically throughout the entire fuel system to uh slowly eat away at themselves and fail this uh this this ten dollar part that GM skimped out on meant that um, any one you know a couple of bad fill ups and your car is yeah, dead. This kills the car. So that was the that 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 also got a lot of yes. This kills the car. <laughs> uh, the main bearing <laughs> cap like, bolts were this too short. Kills the crab sort of <laughs> meme. Uh, like the, the scissors <laughs> yeah. cut off the front of the car at the engine bay. This kills the car. <laughs> uh, so the main bearing cap bolts were too short because they just. I don't know. I don't know if it was a money thing or a laziness. Like they didn't test this thing at all. They they had it ready in five years after you know because they started developing it in seventy three. It was on sale by seventy eight. I don't think anybody actually turned one on until they sent it to a dealership. Um. So the when the bolt captures, then you know that kills the car. Um. The timing chain was <laughs> in, an incredibly robust design that somehow managed to stretch itself out like you know. <laughs> al dente spaghetti keeping the car running Does this um, kill the car? would actually live through oh. this no it lives the car lives but it just runs like shit the entire time because Terrible. now it's not like time I, I found a quote from, from um, hot rod magazine which wrote about this engine about the typical sort of <laughs> failure pattern here um and this is about the water separator largely um any moisture or dirt that would get into the injection pump would cause some of the parts to hang up this could have occurred for only a second that was enough time of an incorrect fuel inject cycle that would allow cylinder pressure to peak and overcome head bolt tension or break the head gasket. The driver may only have sensed a slight shudder that the damage was already done. The injured head gasket would then let coolant seep into the cylinder, and since there is little quench volume in a diesel, the incompressibility of a liquid was a theory very quickly reinforced. 
something had to give, and often it was a piston, connecting rod, or crankshaft. So you get like a little shudder, and then like, you know, a little bit down the road, uh, you know, one of the pistons flies out of the engine into the fucking stratosphere. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, we're painting a really great image of this car that you probably, uh, you know, so some of the Cadillacs I think were costing, this is 78, these were like $20,000 cars. Yeah. I mean, these are not There's cheap things that you just, you just bought. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's also worth noting that, you know, this, this car is... You're, 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 you've put all this effort into buying this car, um, and it's, it's theoretically as fast as the gas versions, but, like, the, the car that we tested was 0 to 60 in, I don't know, 18 seconds. Now, granted, it's old, but it had, like, 90,000 miles on it. This is the nicest Oldsmobile diesel left in existence, because it's probably the only one. And it, you know, 0 to 60 in a time that it's actually slow enough that you've really got to, I mean, it's, it's dangerous merging onto freeways. Um... And, uh, you know, it, it, it basically can't do more than 75 or 80 miles an hour. And, uh, it also like will not go up hills at elevation. Like when we, when we stopped this car, took this picture, it was overheating like crazy doing 30 miles an hour. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's also, I just want to throw that into the whole, the Great whole picture here. Though. But, uh, then we, <laughs> it wasn't even that good. It was like 160 foot pounds or something. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> there's, a little, there's a little slide I added here for something I found out about this. By the way, um, go to the, the next slide. So uh, we mentioned like water in your diesel. Um, so this is this is dry gas anhydrous alcohol um, uh. because. In the 70s, people loved to do this thing that you're not really, it's not really as common now, people kind of know better, of buying weird additive shit from the gas station and dumping it into their fuel oh, tanks <laughs> to make the car run more good. Oh, hell yeah. This is, this is the way that uh, uh, noted YouTube channel Garbage Time killed his donkey van, was uh, dumping a bunch of like fuel additives and oil additives into the engine, and it just immediately like fucked it. Um, but like in particular, this this like dry gas thing, this was something that you would add if you had like water contaminated fuel. The idea is like the alcohol in there bonds to the water, throws it back into solution. Now you don't have water contaminated fuel; it's just fuel. Um, what this does in the Oldsmobile but, but diesel, the, the water is, is it so the fuel there. Pump seals. Wow, this kills the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so, um... Don't dump weird shit into your gas tank. Take it to a mechanic. You can't tell me. You can't tell me what to do. I went, I went, to, I went to the gas station, they told me to put a tiger in my tank, so I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crammed the whole damn I'm thing in there. I'm the whole squeezy <laughs> bottle of, like, make car more good a juice, uh, which contains, like, 50 warning labels Why is it working? All up the back <laughs> into my car. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it belching smoke that smells like the, like the weirdest I've ever smelled anything in my life? Why do I taste mess? Why, why is uh, it growling? Why is it, like, why is it growling and a bunch scratching of, like, at dead me? Dead cockroaches and rats' nests out the back. Very normal. <laughs> like, all right, that's my that's my little. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I I would probably not put a tiger in a blender and then put it in my gas tank. It probably That'd be breaks like a couple of laws to do that, like conservation. Yeah, I, th I think that breaks a couple of laws. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so next slide. This is my favorite story about this car. Um. And I did actually. It's one of those stories that like you hear it and you're like, that's bullshit. There's no way it could be true. 
um, the the legend goes that this car is so unreliable that CARB, the California Air Resources Board, I found their old logo, which got looks nine cool. cars. Their, their new one looks like shit. It's just some yeah. like design agency like shapes. Right. Yeah. No, we need to bring back the whole the whole like serif on top, mm. sands on the bottom yeah. kind of style. It it goes hard. Um, but yeah, so CARB got nine of these cars. Um, they actually they they decided to refuse to allow them to be sold in California after testing. Um, not because the car was too dirty, but because all of them broke down <laughs> before they could finish <laughs> testing. <laughs> that's good, right? <laughs> so it's one of those stories that's like, oh, that's really good. I, I wonder if it's true. I found a New York Times article from like 1983 where it literally quoted a guy from Carb who said, of the nine cars supplied to us, all of them suffered engine problems and seven of them had transmission <laughs> failures. Beautiful. It is worth noting it is worth noting, and I hadn't even get onto this because I was so distracted by the engine itself. The only transmission that was paired with this motor for, I think, almost all of its life was the THM 200 automatic, which was a three-speed that liked to shit the bed constantly. So if you somehow managed to avoid all the engine issues, you could still theoretically have issues with blowing. It's too easy. I'm sorry. Your transmission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so this that is my favorite story about it. So th- I think they ended up getting one to pass by like 1982, but you know that was four years after these introduced. And basically, the, the, the idea of a General Motors diesel was not, so not wildly a joke toxic. About passing and transmissions. I'm not doing it. Proud of you, and Alice. blowing. Yeah, <laughs> I believe in you, Alice. <laughs> this user can say it. <laughs> <laughs> this. This user doesn't want to. This user is tired and wants to finish the episode and go to bed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Okay. Keep her up. Keep her awake forever. <laughs> you can't. You, this is cruel and unusual. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. This, yes. is, her, this is her punishment for having the, the sliding hard drives. <sighs> okay, so next slide, please. Listen, if, they, if they weren't meant to go in there, why yeah. did the, uh, the screws sort of match up with the holes? I'm... I'm going to fight you. <laughs> so, so, you know, what is the what is the after effect of making the world's worst vehicle and immediately selling it? Well, dealers won't take trade-ins anymore. Um, you know, or if they do, they'll take, you know, your 15th your 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 new Cadillac that blue books at 15 grand and give you maybe two or three for it. Um, because the dealers don't want to be associated with this car and they don't want to work on it. Brutal. They just don't want it near them. It's fucking toxic mercedes um, complains publicly that this scares americans off of big diesels uh for like years yeah um because they're like oh yeah. shit they're all yeah. gonna do this yeah uh jd power which nowadays you see them in like advertisements and they're they they have they have two sides of their corporation which one is that they rank you know customer satisfaction reliability and all this stuff for public facing stuff but the main money they actually make is doing market research for companies so they are playing both sides of the game and coming out on top. Um, but they were the, you know, they had come to slight prominence with the prediction of the Mazda rotary engine failures back in the 70s that we had talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Um, they predicted this and GM was this big like, oh, we don't need no outside influence. This is stupid. We have we have our own internal market research. And then after this, they got it. They were like, hey, JD Power, what's up? So, you know, this this actually, you know, this car is why you see this stupid seal on every car commercial and, you know, huh. 
magazine print ad and everything since about 1980. Because because GM um, was like, then, I think I know a little something about making cars, thank you, mm-hmm. and then immediately got owned. Shit and pissed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the next the next thing that happened that, based on this was the invention of the Lemon Law. There we go. So this card was it was actually bad enough. There was there was like a, a federal act that required that you enforce warranties um, that had passed in seventy five, but there was no such thing as like a lemon law yet in most places. And so like a bunch of states passed their own lemon laws. What is a lemon because, law? Because uh, lemon law is basically if you buy a car and it immediately turns out to be a lemon or you know a defective piece of shit that blows its head gasket off ten thousand miles. Basically, huh? I don't think we yeah. have, have this. To- I think this yeah. is American innovation. It, is, it, isn't, it isn't just like, oh, it sucks, take it back. You have There's like a uh, a process to it. But yeah, Corinne's parents once bought a, a Dodge Durango that turned out to be defective and Levin lawed it. Huh. I, I know I repeat myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's not... Um, they all came like that, didn't The only they? people I've ever known to buy a Chrysler Aspen. Oh, wow. my God. I thought I was a masochist. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Lemon Laws come about. Uh, the FTC got so many complaints for this car, they asked the Better Business Bureau to step in because they were so overwhelmed they didn't have enough people I, to, like, mediate I kind this. of love the Better Business Bureau. It's just, basically, like, something that is not part of the government but sounds enough like it that sometimes they just deputize it when it's, like, too much work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, they, so, so it, it was, you know, all of those 120,000 people basically immediately complained because they realized their cars sucked. <laughs> um, and it led to a ton of class action lawsuits. And eventually in one of them, uh, GM was legally required to pay for up to 80% of the costs of new engines for the cars, um, which really didn't satisfy a lot of people. But, you know, kicking and GM screaming, they finally like were dragged into like paying some money for this yeah yeah so you know your car has been dead in your driveway for five years here's here's you, a check you care enough Fuck to like off. continue to sue us about it um yeah well it, there was like when i read the new york times story from like 1985 about this it was like these wealthy this wealthy couple bought a cadillac diesel uh, seville and they both quit their jobs to devote their time to forming a class action lawsuit against GM. i don't know that it i've ever been like... that mad about anything and i'm mad about <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> I'm sh- yeah i'm sure i have it but i don't really remember when <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of the, like the level of shit i would have to like endure where i would quit my job to make it my mission in life to like over the going to the New York Times and asking them to put it in the newspaper that you got yes. mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how mad they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, next slide, please. So, the bitter irony in all of this is that uh, by 1981, 82, uh, the diesel V8 is actually mostly fixed. Huh. They, they, they actually like they strengthened the head bolts. They, they I don't know if they added a water separator ever or not, but they fixed a bunch of like the other mechanical Diesel issues. Fuel got better Transmissions too, like end up being less bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like it's like not bad. In eighty two, I think this V six came out. That was like actually really solid. It was reliable and efficient. Um, and you know at this point now, diesel fuel is slightly more expensive than gasoline, which has dropped crazy in price since 78 
Um, and also everybody thinks that a GM diesel is the biggest. They think diesel motors in general are just a bad idea. Mm. So GM almost Oops. sells none. Like the the Oldsmobile that I drove was a an eighty one, which is probably the only reason it was still running. But they also sold like you know ten of them that year, because basically the diesel badge in a GM was pure toxic, you know, waste. Nobody wanted to get near those fucking things. So um, you know, by eighty five, they're like, well, that was a fun experiment. They've got this this beautiful new V six that they just came out with three years earlier. I'm like, we're canning everything. Yep, let's never do it again. And, <laughs> And that was it. Yep. Like for twenty five ish years, there were like no diesels in America, unless you bought a Mercedes. Like, and even then, I don't think they 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 did not sell in the proportions no. that they did no, pre eighty nineteen eighty or so. Like um... blue tech. No, no, no. You're yeah. you're fuel injected like petrol. Uh, it, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, and they still obviously, you know, they still did fine in Europe and everything, but like. Really, you know, Volkswagen didn't start doing the TDI thing until like the late 90s. Mm -hmm. So, what, 15, 10, 15 years later? LGBT. Um, the Blue Tech stuff didn't come out to like. Pride Month. Is that anything? I don't know. I'm very tired. That's not no. bad. That's That's not bad. No, it's, it's actually negative things. Okay. I liked yeah. it. I stand no, with I, you, Alice. I, I didn't, Liam. That's okay. I've been out there. Being gay, bisexual, turbo diesel injector. I like that. That's fun. Yes. All right. Let's let's move this along so Alice can go to bye. bed before she dies on the shell. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Uh. Bye. Gay men copulated. <laughs> I th I think you should be able to get a little like um a little badge for the back of your TDI that just has an LGB uh that you just stick on the front of it. I think it'd be cool. I uh, it it would be funny if LGB no L G LGBTDI LGTI is all I got. Uh, lesbians, gays. Oh, Transgender intersex. I'm just leaving a bunch of people out. Sorry, uh, bisexuals. You're out. You're out. You're out. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was coming for the T first. No, no. No, I'm doing biphobia, no, baby. No, no, no. Yeah. They call it the gentleman's phobia. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, this car this car basically kills diesel engines in the US. Um Damn. Does doesn't does that have decades. like some environmental it implications, maybe? No, shut up. I don't know. Everything's fine. The Earth isn't warming. Mm, we're good. No. I, I asked. Yeah, we're good. I, I listened to Ron DeSantis' speech, and we're oh, going to be fine. That dude um, for the sure other thing that babies. is a funny <laughs> note. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, I the believe, other thing too is I believe he's named Rob. Yeah, Rob DeSanctimonious. Rob, De Rob, <laughs> <laughs> Rob the Meatball DeSanctimonious. He just Meat, gets Meatball, meatball <laughs> Rob. Bobby oh, Meatballs. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Meatball. <laughs> Hey, Bobby oh, Meatballs. Alice is in full delirium. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I just think about the way in which he eats pudding mm. with like three, three fingers, three <laughs> finger. Like d d that's. I, I mean, I, mm, are we are we counting mm. thumb as a finger? Is it like two fingers and thumb, or is it like? I thought it was like three, like the boy three, scout three, fing <laughs> three fingers and thumb. Hey. Is like that's. Mm, yeah. Hey, Bobby Meatballs oh. from Patterson, New Jersey. Hey. <laughs> I don't want to do this Google search. He's from Jacksonville, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm starting a false rumor that he's from Yonkers. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, yeah, he could be from Young. I, I think Bobby Meatballs is like a Patterson thing, though. You know, that, that's what I'm getting out of this. He, he, he ran a, he ran a cured meat shop. Uh, <laughs> And he became governor of Florida. He was like mayor, of whatever Jersey the fuck City he is. That. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was Atlantic yeah, County uh, Sheriff. I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the only other thing that's worth noting with these engines, and then I will let Alice go to bed. Oh no, the safety is, uh, third the, as the... well. Skip it. No, oh, let's not. <laughs> okay. I'm sending Alice to bed. Um, yeah, they're they're because they were they were shitty diesels, but they have like huge solid blocks that you know were meant to try to contain the pressures of a diesel motor. If you convert them from diesel back to gas, they actually take a ton of power really well. You can turbocharge the shit out of them. They're like people use them for like drag cars all the Hell time. Yeah. So like it was some good. It was it was it was the uh, it was the you know the diesel <laughs> the Oldsmobile diesel may explode all the time <laughs> and and kill people but it helps me get down the drag ship faster so who's to say if it's bad or not so, so the, no, it's <laughs> the thing that it ended up uh like making successful was drag races yes cool. eat shit florida yeah 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 so we could have <laughs> diesel f1 is what i'm hearing so, yeah, I, I think this is the thing i think we would get sued into oblivion by f1 if we tried to make a like a diesel f1 shirt but on the other hand, I really want to do it. So, impossible to say. <laughs> yes. We'd be personally... We'd be obliterated uh, uh, Murdered yeah, by... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, our lawyer is just my dad, so we are not going in this <laughs> with, with, a, with an edge, I will say that. He's very old, but he's tired. <laughs> Same. Personally killed by Bernie Eccleston. Bernie Eccleston, what there's did... a guy who would, yeah, would like a Hitler car. Alright, uh, what did we learn? What did we learn? Moving on. Yeah. Uh, did we learn anything? Diesel engines, they're a land of contrasts. Rudolf Diesel sure. was probably yeah. murdered I learned... by the Germans. I learned I don't want Roz's job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in wrong. Yeah. I, I learned say, that four hours sleep is good... not enough. Good thirty percent of this podcast was about the subject, at the very least. I really did learn something. I learned. I learned about how to mount hard drives from Liam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I learned a lot about diesels. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I could be. Yeah. I'm glad I could be the teacher today. Uh, the, the, well, yeah. That, that's all I got. That's I, I learned. I don't want Ross. Yeah. Safety third. Safety yeah. third. Moving on rapidly. Safety third. Safety third. Shake hands with the danger. Give a segment on this podcast. And with danger. <laughs> Hello, Justin, Alice, Liam, and Schrodinger's guest. That's, that's a good one. The, the, the guest is here as soon as you observe her. Yeah. All right, yes. go. <laughs> My safety third story isn't quite as explosive oh, as boring. some, but I hope it fills you with a respectable amount of horror nonetheless. Major names redacted for obvious reasons. I used to work at a well-known in my state, as well as the surrounding ones, nonprofit animal oh, no. shelter. That's that's going to be <laughs> bad already. We, yeah, yeah, we were a well-off organization, bringing in multiple millions of dollars a year and operating out of a custom-built, state-of-the-art facility. And it was by far the worst job mm -hmm. I've ever worked. Saving the egregious health and safety violations for later. It was an absolute mess of toxic, toxic work relations involving an explosively fickle CEO and one single guy as our entire HR department who couldn't be counted on for mm -hmm. shit. The command structure was impossible to submit complaints to without risking reprimandment or straight up being fired. Thus, you get the idea of what happened 
when I came to administration with my safety oh, that's concerns. Always that's always a good sign. Yes. For some context, I have no background in engineering or workplace safety or chemical engineering or anything. I am a theater technician oh, by trade. A million times more dangerous. Dodging flying sandbags and shit. Our nonprofit, despite our revenues, relied on volunteer labor. Most of our regulars were senior were retired senior women. This is a surprise tool that will help <laughs> us later. And we relied on donated food and toys to operate. We took cost-cutting measures wherever possible as, re as regarded the supplies, with regard to the supplies we used on the regular. Uh, for instance, wet food, toys, towels, beds. One of these cost-cutting measures had to do with where we sourced our kitty litter. Okay. A lot of it was donated by members of the public, but due to the sheer volume we churned through, the kindness of strangers was not enough. The way we filled in the gaps was through a very handshaky deal with Redacted International Pharmaceutical Company. I think I got my vaccine from them. Yes. <laughs> Me too. They had a facility a few miles from our own facility. Essentially, they gave us the used desiccant from their labs at no charge. They could get rid of a waste product, and we got an absorbent that could be used as cat litter without spending any money. It was shipped to us in small individual bags, packed inside large cardboard drums, and our seen procedure here, dictated... Yeah, seen here. Uh, uh, and our procedure dictated that we open all the bags and dump the contents into the 50-gallon trash cans. These trash cans were inside every cleaning station, and we would scoop the desiccant into litter boxes as we cleaned. Now, this stuff was horrible to work with. That's horrible with a capital H. Mm. Um, it dried your hands out if you touched it. It left chalky patches over your skin and clothes. Every time you interacted with it, it all flumed into these clouds that refused to dissipate and made us all cough. I'm sure that's only a few... anything else. Like, not the main concern here. I'm sure that's great for the cats as well, right? I was thinking I, that yeah, too. Was about, yeah, oh. not very good for the cats. After only a few weeks of this job, I went home with a persistent cough that continued to worsen. It was throaty and chest-based, and I could You've feel it rumbling. you got mesothelioma! <laughs> I occasionally lost sleep from coughing too much. Yeah. And you're, you're doing a, this like as volunteering? Yeah. yeah I spoke to a, a regular volunteer who complained of the same issue and decided to research what the desiccant actually was. The search was like pulling teeth. Oh, that's Manufacturer a bad sign. made it impossible to find any product specs through such fun tactics as having an invalid email and only accepting contact through fax and refusing to lift their, list their safety data sheets anywhere online unless you were placing a bulk order for their product. Which the email I... is like crazyvaklov at chemicals.online. <laughs> it took me at least a week of internet sleuthery and searching individual serial numbers to get anywhere, and that was day in, day out, Googling and reading manufacturing minutiae. To condense my findings, the desiccant we and uh, we were, and to my knowledge still are using, is approximately 10 to 15 percent, or 5 to 10 percent, respirable crystalline silica. What? We, You're gonna get fucking silicosis, dude. You're gonna get, like, diseases yeah. only miners yep. get. I was yes. thinking that too. Yeah, only miners in particularly poorly managed mines. Yeah. Um, 
We were never told that this material could be dangerous. We were never given respirators. We frequently interacted with it in non-ventilated spaces and came across tens of pounds of it a day, leaving it on our skin and clothes. Every safety data sheet I found for the same product made by different manufacturers was basically screaming to get people away from it if they breathe it and that repeated exposure could cause silicosis and cancers and other, other lovely side effects. Remember how we were using it, we were exposed to millions of times the OSHA daily allowable limit of silica without any respirators or breathing apparatuses, not to mention we were using it as litter for cats whose paws were caked and cracked and dry, hey. and our volunteers were mostly 60 years old or older. One Lawsuit. of them had chronic... Lawsuit. Yeah, this could, be, this could have been like a legitimate like national scandal. Yeah. People One of them had cats. They don't give a shit about like human volunteers, but they love yeah, cats. Yeah, but people like cats. That's yeah, me, baby. Exactly. Just say my name next time. <laughs> <laughs> One of them had chronic laryngitis and lung issues. When I went to our facilities man manager to ask to see the safety data sheet for this particular product and state my case, she basically gave me a not my monkeys, not my circus kind of response, as the deal had been negotiated years before her employment. She had a meeting with me where she seemed unconvinced, but promised to contact Redacted International Pharmaceutical Company to ask for a copy of the SDS. It took nearly three weeks for it to get to me, and in the meantime, our HI kept uh, HR guy kept trying to dissuade me from looking and assure me it was safe, despite my complaints. When he finally handed me the printout, he only said, See, I told you it was safe, and he walked away. Seems like uh, a good sign, all right. Uh, unrelated side note, this same HR guy proceeded to misgender me repeatedly in conversation after outing me to my coworkers when I specifically told him I was fine going stealth at work. That's this was cool. supposed fucked, to be dude. him supporting me, by the way. Yeah, don't you uh, feel supported? <laughs> yeah. We just must beat this man unconscious. This is the most depressing safety third I think I've listened to in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. 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 I'm just sitting here yeah, like, and, wow, I think I'm... I think I'm gonna go like stare at the sun for a while. Lay after down this one. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's important to note OSHA changed the allowable daily limit of respirable silica, uh, crystalline silica to a much lower number than it previously had been, down to 50 micrograms over an eight-hour shift, I believe, in the summer of 2016. The SDS I received was from May of 2015. I handed in my resignation shortly afterwards to which I was told I wasn't allowed to come back at all after I got sick on the last day of my two weeks. So that was nice. To my knowledge, nothing has changed since I've left, and I'm keeping close watch on my lung health. I, I don't say this about every safety third, right? But especially if you still have that SDS, go to a lawyer. Speak to yeah, a lawyer. I was about do so to immediately. Say, I yeah. think this Run, is... do not walk. You will yeah, not right. pay for shit. Like anyone who wants to be the next Aaron Brockovich is going to leap on this with like and and like grab it with both hands. Go to a lawyer. This mm -hmm. this like could be the first like admissible podcast that we've ever done, and somehow it won't be from us. Like, yeah. <laughs> if it's still happening, and like they go go talk to a lawyer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah genuinely. Like. Do do do. do. Do it for the cats. Those poor yeah, cats. Yes, yes. My sweet babies. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get like we're gonna get lawyers reaching out to us for this. Yeah, person, I was about I'm to say, sure. yeah. Like 
Uh, thanks for the long hours of morbid company during my interminable shifts at the new, less poisonous job. Makes my experiences at this job feel less isolating and gaslighting. Keep up the lovely work. Oh, you're, you're welcome, but you know what else you're welcome for? The gigantic yeah. settlement you will see in 20 years' time. Like I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to lawyer up. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It, is, it is time. Speak to a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wearily and sincerely from Frankie. P.S. Here's a redacted image of me staring, standing in front of the army of desiccant barrels. Frankie, yeah, keep, keep that image too. also. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just uh, keep all of the evidence that you have of this. Yeah, <laughs> and like, keep idea. your co-workers' phone numbers and speak to a yeah. lawyer. Yeah. Maybe several lawyers. Maybe a uh, whole legal team. Go, go. Maybe, I don't know. Go maybe get, OSHA get as the, well. Um, like get the, get the get the big guns out. Go talk to Stephen Donzinger or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, to talk to the like uh, the fucking like chemical safety review board or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh my the ones god! Who, like, yeah, make you those could animations get... of like labs blowing up. Yeah, they could. They could have. They could have like an animation of a bunch of cute kitties now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So much. Yeah. Where's Tobias? Uh, do not remind me of that. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I do not want to be the first guest to openly weep on, well, there's your problem. I don't think hey, you're the first one. Yeah. I'm the first host to openly weep, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, we can do it well, simultaneously. Eat shit, capitalism. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that was safety third. Yeah, it was safety third. I'm looking at Pizza Boy Get a lawyer. right now. He's a... Uh, Shake hands he with lawyer. That. He's completely, completely unperturbed. Yeah, he doesn't uh, give a yeah. fuck about anything, especially yeah, himself. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe only himself. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Our next episode will be about Chernobyl. Does anyone have any commercials before we go? Victoria. Kill James Bond. Victoria. I, yeah, I have one quick one. So the whole thing that inspired me wanting to talk about the Oldsmobile Diesel, um, I did a road trip from Seattle to Minneapolis in this pair of old cars. It is called, I wrote a story about it called The Last Great American Road Trip. Um, it is on my, my itch.io. It's victoriascott.itch.io. It's four bucks. You get all the film photos I took with it. It's I'm pretty proud of it, so I'd like people to see it. Um, I had my book come out, I think since the last time we recorded, that's Postcards to the End of the World. That's available at Carrera Books. Um, it's like a photo, post-apocalyptic photo it's journey really story. Really Thank good. You. Buy, buy you. the book. Buy the books, in fact. And I think there might also be prints coming at some point soon. Yeah, right? that's yeah. actually. I have them like literally in here right now. Um, I'm after this ep after we finish recording, I'm gonna go rework my website so I can sell prints through it, and I'll be doing like signed, numbered, incredibly like 200 year archival. I can't believe I can make this in my house. Kind of prints. It's like wow. it's kind of like what I imagine having an industrial meth lab feels like. Like, how can I create this? <laughs> well, so, meth labs don't like piss. Uh... So yeah, I think that's it. Uh, thank you, and thank you for thank having you. me. I I always enjoy oh, thank it. You I, thank, it's, thank you for always, coming on. It's always a delight. Genuinely, you are as always yes. fantastic. I mm. I, yeah. I did my best. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I, I listened to you guys a bunch too recently when I was driving like 11 hour days uh, on said road wow. trips and it helped me from going insane. So thank you. Mm. Happy to do it for you and indeed yes. anyone. Yes. Um, well, I think that was an episode. 
That was an episode. And, uh, yeah. Someone go save those cats. My God. No, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Frankie. My God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Frankie. Yeah. We should yes. probably say Frankie. Yes. Okay. That's it. Goodbye. Bye.